Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook, of course. Streaming video and audio at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Today I got tickets for BMMS Fest again. We want to make sure you get to go. We've had a couple in the past where we were only able to give them away the week of. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, no, not this year. (laughs) I don't know who you think you're dealing with. Nope. Just Tulsa's number one morning show. So uh, we've got tickets this week for you as well. So be listening for that coming up at 730. 
We got best and worst of the weekend. Our listeners are awesome. And Jeff Hensley's going to join us. So if you have a question about divorce, child support, custody, any of those things, you can email us at show at KMOD.com and we'll ask that question when he arrives in the studio. Uh, thanks to everybody that came out to the Ale Trail. That was a lot of fun, drinking beer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> did you have some beers that you had never had before? I did. Uh, what was it? Nothing left. They had that strawberry blonde. Everybody's the, favorite. Yeah. GTFO, <laughs> man. That was good. Yeah. And then I had another one. I'm like, mm, mm, okay. It wasn't as good. It wasn't as good. It was, it was actually the, the crowd um, not favorite. Okay. <laughs> but still, that's the cool thing about these, man, is yeah. you, you get to taste different things. The best part is you can just pour it out. Yeah. They have other options. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, at that spot, he brought me some of their beer that's coming out this week mm-hmm. called Basic Bitch. <laughs> I love PSL, that. pumpkin spice. That's what, it's a Is pumpkin. It? It's a pumpkin. It's a pumpkin ale. Get oh, out of here. that's so get awesome. Out. It's not a pumpkin spice. It's mm-hmm. a pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. That's like you get the point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's it's delicious. Okay. It's delicious. Pumpkin ales are usually pretty good. Yeah. What was that one that I, st- when I finally caught up to you guys, which one was that one at? Because there was a lot Dead of. Dead Armadillo. Dead Armadillo. There was a lot of coffee brews there that mm-hmm. people were talking about. And, and I don't mind the coffee brews at all whatsoever, but I wanted something a little different. And I ended up finding their, uh, oh, hell, I don't know, the raspberry or something in there. And, and I thought that was really good. I find the fruity flavor. Yeah, I was going to say. Better. Give you like Nobody, not strawberry shocked. beer. Not shocked just like, here. Just put a little bit of fruit in yeah. it and it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff, though, man, for sure. Uh, and everybody seemed to have fun. There was, I know, of mm. two guys that got a little out of hand. Oh. One uh, was a guy on our third stop. A listener came and was like, hey. Mm-hmm. This guy is going to vomit if we put him on the bus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fun. <laughs> so I went to go check on him, and he was not okay. No. He was face down in a picnic table. He clearly pre-gamed, <laughs> right? Well, from what I was told is we would get our samples, and then he would have two pints. Okay, gotcha. Yes. So, ugh, you can't do that. Yeah, he was, and, and we had beer on the bus, and I think he was drinking on the bus as well. Mm-hmm. He's just going hard and having a good time. Bro, it was less than five minutes in between the stops on I the know, bus. I know, I'm just trying to help the guy out a little bit. Anyway, so um, as we're leaving, he's like, I found I got a ride. He, <laughs> by the way, I'm adding words to that statement. <laughs> he didn't say all that. <laughs> He might have. He just couldn't understand it. Right. He was just mixed up <laughs> yeah. in his mouth. Blah, 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 blah. And people were like, you should just leave him. <laughs> I felt like I needed to make sure he was taken care of. Mm. So uh, I said, well, is someone coming to get you? Yes. Okay. Let me see the text. Okay. He opened Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the kids are communicating nowadays. And so he shows me a Snapchat me- message chain. And it doesn't uh, say anything about coming to get you. (laughs) And I was like, you're sure that person's coming to get you? Yes. Okay, do you have their number? Let's call them. Because I wanted to make sure he was taken care of. I'm not... I'm, I know Travis and his wife pretty well. Nothing's left. I'm not just going to leave some drunk <laughs> at we, their... We want to come back. Right. right. <laughs> we want to be able to come back. Right. <laughs> nope. Last time y'all was here, you just left some drunkard yeah. on our porch. We don't uh-uh. trust you. <laughs> he lets me have, like... Tap stuff, like, straight from the back. So, <laughs> I, 
So, uh, is I that what we to... call it? Tap stuff? <laughs> tap stuff? <laughs> Quote, unquote. Put tap your tap. pins down. It's been already <laughs> abused. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and, and so uh, he gets the number. I'm like, all right. I call her, and she answers the phone. I'm not kidding. I don't remember her name, but she answers the phone. I'll just say Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah, servant, I'm at your service. Like, that's how she answers. And I imagine because she saw his name show up on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ha, 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 hi. Because <laughs> that had to have been embarrassing when you realized it wasn't the person you wanted to pick up. They yeah. just thought it was going to be. Oh, did you use your super radio voice? Like, hey, that's Corbin from the Big Mad Morning Show. How are you today? Have you Shut ever up. seen me do that on a phone? <laughs> that would be funny. And so uh, I was like, hey, it's Corbin. I'm here with your boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, Oscar, because I don't want to embarrass him. <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, hey, your friend is a little way passed out. Are you coming to get him? She's like, yeah. Okay, great. When are you going to be here? Well, we're not meeting up until 6. Keep in mind, it's 4. Uh-oh. 3.30 or 4 at this time. Yeah, you still got a couple hours. And she was like, whoa, what? <laughs> I was like, well, he's wasted. She's like, again? <laughs> <laughs> Like that's a regular thing. Yeah. <laughs> I asked her if she could come now and pick him up. She said, sure. She had, actually, she said this. <laughs> I was like, can you come pick him up now? And she's like, actually, I'm laying in bed. Ooh. Did and she I, say it like that yes. too? And I went, huh? Like it took me a minute, you know, like <laughs> my mind's a hundred different places. I'm borderline getting buzzy, inebriated. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, huh? <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Can you still come get him? And Can she, you get your pants on? Yeah. She was like, yeah, I'll be there. We turn off the womanizer, plug it back in, get yeah. dressed. Yeah, I'm sure your, massage is ni- your back is nice and massaged. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, how fast can you be here? She says 30 minutes. Cool. Hang up the phone. Then uh, I go tell our, my friends that run that place, and they're all like, no problem. We'll just call maneuver if things get crazy. They were, like, not phased by it at all. I'm sure. that's They run a brewery. Another I'm sure day of the life. Used to it. Yeah. yeah. So we get on the bus, take off. About 40 minutes later, I think, mm-hmm. my phone rings. And they're like, hey, your boy's gone. I'm like, well, oh, good. They, somebody came and got him. No, he's walked away. The bride's here to pick him up, and there's no, he's not here. I'm like, really? Because I feel like I, I will help you the best I can. But when you decide to leave the location, that's on you. Yeah. You're I, a full-grown adult. Yeah. I did. I felt like I already did more than I probably should have. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure he was okay. And so then the girl Facebook messages us. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was a little attitude in it. <laughs> yeah. She says, hello, Corbin called me earlier to pick up Oscar. Nothing's left. I'm here now and he is not. Do you have any idea where he may be? I was like, oh, go away. <laughs> go away. I don't know. It's your it's your hookup. By the way, as I'm he's showing me his phone, his Tinder alerts are like ding. ding. <laughs> Way to go, bro. Ding. Yeah, because you get on the app drunk and you're like, I'll swipe left to anything because uh, yeah. everything looks good. I got my beer goggles on. Is there right? That sounds like a horrible plan, actually. Yeah, but right? does what's the turnaround on that? Could you wipe <laughs> swipe left? On somebody on Tinder and hook up with them within hours? Yes. Wow. I mean, you have this to have an amazing. amazing game Do you? <laughs> to be able to knock to it out ama- that quickly. Do you have to have amazing game or find someone who's got the same mission? 
I I'll think, probably I think find it's the someone that, yeah, that has the same mission. I'm just guessing. I don't think a lot of people get on Tinder to find long-term relationships. <laughs> I'm sure it happens. I'm That's just a sell thing. Like, I met my love on Tinder. <laughs> I'm sure it happens. I'm sure some people have been in long relationships mm-hmm. of weeks, and it was very weeks. loving. <laughs> I'm yes. just saying I don't think people get in, you know. I don't think we're going to see somebody be like, we met on Tinder, and now we've been married happily for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying it can't happen. I just think it's going to be yeah. very rare. Anyway, uh, so I didn't know that that was a thing. You could hook up that fast. Yeah. Good for him. Right? Yeah. Go get it, drunken if man. I was, you know, young and stupid, I too would be abusing the Tinder. <laughs> Why not? Just get sloshed out of her. You look good. You look good. It feel like you're it, fat, but you still look good. As an observer <laughs> from the stands, yeah, it's easier to get laid in 2018, I think, than it's ever been. So far as because of the apps, you have so much opportunity. Okay, before you either had to know someone mm-hmm. or you had to walk up to somebody in a bar. Ooh, talk to strangers? No. Now you can just do it and be some fake person get and, yourself and a, sell it quickly. Get yourself a seaboat captain. I'm, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. From the, yeah. yeah, like there's, okay, my right. point being like there's brother. all these little niches of, you know, AmishParadise.com or whatever it was that like you have uh-huh. farmers only, all those that you have, you know, you can really nail down what you want. No, I'm talking not even that. Yes, there's a selection, mm-hmm. but in terms of communication mm-hmm. that requires no balls, mm-hmm. it's right. easier than ever. Right? Yeah. Or you had to have giant cojones to walk up to a girl and be like, hey, hi. I think you're pretty. Right. Usually waited for a friend to be like, hey, do you know, do you know, you know, Gimpy? Do you know Sam? Do you know Corbin? Like someone to introduce you. Mm -hmm. Or it was a friend of a friend. Yeah. Or I bumped into you, you know, both of our friends are making out on the dance floor. I'm like, this is awkward. Well, well, yes, we might as well join them. Right. Now you can just, you literally (laughs) can go on social media or Tinder and be like, you want to F. Yeah. And they'll say, okay. Yes or no. Or no. Yeah. yeah, I think it's got to be easier than ever as an observer from the stands eating his popcorn like Michael Jackson <laughs> in a theater. Because <laughs> it's fun as hell to watch. Yeah. It's fun as hell to watch. By the way, that listener never found our friend. Never found her friend. No, huh? never found. Mm. And I was like, I messaged her back like, hey, well, I hope he's okay. Let us know if he's okay. But. Sounds like you're a super good friend. And she's like, oh, I talked to him, so I know he's alive. I just don't know where he's at. Thank Corbin for the original call. Listen, I don't care. (laughs) I was just trying to be, it's something I would want somebody to do that for me. I would be so annoyed if I got up at like, whatever, four o'clock on a Saturday to go pick up my drunk friend early and then couldn't find him. Because me, I would like, oh, well, I at least need to like do a once around the block. See if I can, you know, catch him or whatever. Right, he couldn't be that far. Yeah. He was walking. He's just walking. <laughs> Stumbling. The, Stumbling, uh, From right. what I understand, <laughs> from what I understand, that was a Tinder date, too. Oh. The one that came to pick him up? According to another listener, that was a <laughs> Tinder arrangement. <laughs> That's a horrible date. Uh, right, right, right? You think they'll have a second? I agree. <laughs> no. Was, well, I, well, Sam, I think we should... You know, point out, I don't think the date was, I'm going to get trashed and then meet up with you. Well, yeah, of course. Or the date was not, come give me a ride home. Yeah, of course. But even, like, I've never met this dude, just found a buddy on Twitter or Tinder that I think is attractive. And then he's like, hey, I know we're going to meet at 6, but I'm wasted. I need, not actually not even him, you. Right, another stranger. Yeah, another stranger (laughs) called and said, hey, your, your friend is wasted. Come pick him up. 
Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway. Let's just send her an awesome D picture if she's like, I'm still in. Do girls really react that way? To a I, that's, that's the only thing I could think of. Is ah! like, she, she's like, oh, eh, no. This is this is worth, you know, getting ready early and, you know, all the pain and the acidness. It's all worth that. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I did check the desk blotter. He, he was not in the at least the you know David L. Moss system. Okay, that's, that's good. good. So good for him. But thank you to everybody that showed up. Everybody much pretty much uh, behaved themselves minus that one. That's yeah. the only crazy one I know of. Yeah. So it was awesome. Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, we had somebody message on Friday or Saturday morning and was like, hey, I want to go on the sale trail. <laughs> well, I'm sure you do, yeah. but it is sold out. It's sold out the day we put on sale. Anyway, hopefully we'll do that again. Uh, we've got tickets for BMS Fest we're going to give away, plus Best and Worst of the Weekend. Our listeners are awesome. And Jeff Hensley's going to join us. If you have a question for Jeff, send it over. Show at KMOD.com. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Somebody sent a text and said that he was just super nervous because he was out of his league. Okay. Okay, so that's why you got drunk? Well, that definitely helped the situation. Oh, yeah, totally. Nope. Somebody text said, I met a girl from Tinder and we banged within five minutes of meeting. Oh, good for you. Well done, sir. Uh, another one said, one of my buddies just got married to the girl he met on Tinder five years ago. Hey, listen, I didn't say it doesn't happen. And let's say, let's just say this. I got married once before, too. <laughs> and so did Sam. Like, it happens. Yeah. So that, that doesn't prove that you're right. But they got five years in, man. Right. No, they've five got five years, years not married. <laughs> That's a different <laughs> thing, man. Uh, all right, let's do news quickies. It's time for News Quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Bodies of 11 babies found in ceiling of former Detroit funeral home. So Uh somebody sent an anonymous letter to the local council there in Detroit, tipping them off that there were babies essentially buried in this ceiling. So they went and checked it out, and there was... These are bodies of stillborn and infant babies, and they were in a cardboard box and, like, a small cabinet, or, I mean, a small coffin, and it was, like, in, um, they made, like, a little cubbyhole for it in the ceiling. Right, it was up in the the drop ceiling. Yeah. Um, And so they have identified some of the bodies of these babies, and a detective said, we have to find out what happened and why it happened. And this funeral home was forcibly closed in April because they had like super bad conditions. They had decomposing and moldy bodies. And so the investigation is now ongoing. 11 babies. Mm-hmm. 11. I wonder so, how that works out. Go ahead. Well, here's the part you're missing. Mm-hmm. What did they give the people? Yeah. Exactly. That's where I'm at. What are they grieving? What, like, Ima- if- imagine your ch- kid died. Mm-hmm. Hor- you're already in, in a hor- horrific state. And then. You have to do all this, and then you're finally, all right, I'm moving on. I've buried. I'm trying to, re, you know, put some pieces back together in my life, and then this story surfaces, and you're like, wait, what's in the ground? Yeah. yeah, what have I gone and visited every day? What have I gone and talked to every day? 
I can't even imagine. Could oh, could you sue for that for emotional damages? You could sue, but the place was already shut down for other things, so it's not like they have money. So who true, do you sue? True. That sucks. Yeah. It's so tricky. And then what price tag do you put on it? How much do you sue for? I get it. Millions. Sure. But I got to tell you, if you're that horrific event, a two, five, ten ain't going to fix it. Right. Ain't going to make the pain less. No, there's not an amount of cash. I don't think that would. No, you would just end up buying more alcohol or or doing things to to try and numb the pain. That is so horrific. And then, too, like knowing that your loved one was just in a ceiling like it was nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, This little thing that you care about. Stashed away like a box of old records. Yeah. You believe that. Next to people that that baby family doesn't know who that other person is, you know. I I can't even fathom. I can't Same. even fathom. It would be all they could to not physically hurt somebody, even if they didn't deserve it. And I'm just being honest. Like, my rage would be so high mm-hmm. that who knows who I would take it out on. Yeah, I could see that. Oof. Can't even imagine. Well, Willy Wonka pleads guilty to multiple crimes. It's not 11 dead babies, but there's this guy in... Uh, and New England, he's got a crew of people, as a matter of fact. This guy's name is William Rodriguez, but he goes by Willy Wonka or the Chocolate Man. Not quite sure why it doesn't say in the story, but that's his age. I'm going to go with his skin complexion. That's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't going to go that far. So he would gather up. He had like five people working for him. And the police busted this gang of people in a, in a thing they called Operation Golden Ticket. So Willie and his crew would apparently go around, steal cars. They wore black clothes and masks and carried police scanners and, and had two-way radios and power. They, they, they had this operation on lock. So they'd go around the New England area, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, whatever, and steal cars. Well, they'd steal these cars and then smash them into businesses and then go take the ATMs. Well, Willie here ended up getting like $300,000 in cash and property throughout his time doing this. Well, they finally picked up the entire gang, and now Willie is looking at 12 years in the big house. Good. Hey, you know, when you got a list of names of cars yeah. that are named after females? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got, you know, your hot friend who you haven't seen in a long time, and she's back, and you have a relationship? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you got to do all this to help your little brother because the Chechen... Gangsters are going to kill him? Yeah. Hey, you do what you got to do, man. You say, okay, let's go. Right. And then you got to go see Fat Tony at the golf course? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting Eleanor to go over there. Right. Eleanor, yes. <laughs> That's the one I was trying to remember. This. I'm looking through the list quickly. I'm like, ah, what was the one's name? Eleanor. Of course, Gone in 60 Seconds is the movie that we are referencing. Wife claims she accidentally stabbed husband after slipping in dog poo. <laughs> what? Who can guess what state? Florida. A woman from Lakeland, Florida, has been arrested for murder after claiming she accidentally stabbed her husband. Authorities note that she's given several inconsistent statements. One of them is that she slipped on some dog poo and accidentally stabbed her husband with a knife. In another story, she's holding her dog while doing dishes. In another, she was holding her dog while slicing pizza. (laughs) She called 911 after her husband was transported to the hospital. Uh, and then her husband was transported to the hospital, and he later died. So, okay, who holds their dogs while doing the dishes for real? I Dude, mean, I would agree. 
except now I see people holding their dogs all the time. Okay. I'm in Target. I got to hold my dog. I'm in the grocery store. I got to hold my dog. <laughs> I'm buying a hammer. I got to hold my dog. Yep. Stop okay. it. I will Fair be enough. that person with the little poopy that I don't want to put down because my best friend knows everything about me. She's so cute. Come here, little buddy. Aren't fr- isn't friendship supposed to be like a two-way street? Yeah, right. Not a yeah. one-way? Yeah, yeah, but all dogs love their masters. That's just what they do. I guarantee you have treats and I have treats. And it will it'll arrive to me. I see what I did there. I did. <laughs> you will arrive in my direction. Yes. yes. <laughs> nice way to catch yourself. Um, I'm still bogged on who the hell holds their dog while slicing pizza. You know, I get the dishes. Okay, I can kind of buy that. But I don't want dog hair all over my pizza. But if you're someone who holds their dog when they go to Target and everything else, you don't care. You're all you're constantly eating yes. here anyway, so it's all. There, it's think all about good. this: whatever your favorite restaurant you go eat mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. there's a good chance someone brings their dog in there. They just don't make a big to do out of it. No, no, no! You get that beast out of here. Yeah, just I don't want that around. Put it in your little puppy purse. Uh, all right, all these stories are on our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash BMMS69. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Bad Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918 460 KMOD. Can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And joining us on the line from 1430, The Buzz is Pop. Hey, Pop, how are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good, man. Uh, despite the Chiefs losing last night, I watched the rest of this game. I got up at 3 and watched the rest of the game. Um, I, I don't, I'm not hating it. I feel like, one, it was a ridiculous shootout. And two, what are you going to do when the GOAT trounces downfield to set up a field goal? Nothing you hey, can do. When, when you, when you uh, wake up in the morning to watch the rest of those games, you check the score first? Yes. Oh, then why okay. watch it? Well, I'll give you a great example. Like last night, uh, I went to bed. At, I always watch on the night games. I watch till halftime, and then I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I get up. I see what the score was. And then I go watch. In this case, I knew they lost, but I wanted to see the the 67-yard pass and the 73-yard pass or whatever it was. I wanted to see Tom Brady's trounce down the field to set up the field goal to win it. To me, the, again, those things don't spoil it for me. Okay. Whether I find out the score now or at the conclusion, I'm still getting the same result. Yeah, you get to see the stuff that you missed. Yes. I don't feel well, like th- that game last night was um, crazy. I thought that, our, I, first of all, our defense sucks. I, they are not They are not good. Uh, our secondary is atrocious. And when you've got guys like Edelman and uh, and Gronk, I mean, what are you going to do? They're, they're, they're just picking apart our defense. But last night was a great game. When you think about the fact that there's only been three games where both teams scored over 40 points, and uh, there were only two in the last three years or so. Like that's that's insane. Thirty points in the fourth quarter alone. Um, I don't know how the hell that you guys continue to do it, but DeAnthony Thomas, who is one of the best kick returners in the league, gets hurt last week in practice. He's not with them anymore. Didn't they find some dude they got out of the sixth round from Central Arkansas named Tremon Smith, who returns a kick for 97 yards? Woo. So you guys found another one that is capable of, of doing some of the stuff that DeAnthony Thomas was. You're down 24-9 a half. And I love the fact that every single week we continue to check those little boxes off next to Pat Mahomes. So he goes on the road in a big environment against one of the best that there's ever been. They're down. He threw two picks in the first half. 
Now I want to see how you're going to respond. Yeah. That, to me, is the true definition of a quarterback in this league is responding through adversity. What does he do? He goes out, puts them in a position to win the game, gives them the lead on several times, and Tom Brady just happened to be a little bit better there in the second half and ended up putting them in position to win after he scored a touchdown, after Gronk just just stiff-armed one of the Chiefs defenders straight to hell. Uh, I mean, it, Ron Parker, I mean, I, I, is he going to be able to play next week? Because that was absolutely <laughs> embarrassing that Gronk did to him. But you're right. I mean, defense we've known is going to be kind of the hindrance for the Chiefs this year. But, man, offensively, um, every single week, knowing that you've that the other defense has to go out and get at least a certain number of spots or they're not going to or stops and they're not going to win is a lot of pressure on other teams that that offense can put on them. I got to tell you when Alex Smith played and he'd throw an interception we'd be like, "Ah, oh, get rid of him." And now, you know, when Mahomes throws on I'm like, "Ah, oh, he'll be okay." Like it doesn't phase me as a fan at all anymore. So, I think he's proven that test. And can I say I hate Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> he is the worst color guy. He is a, he has his teams he's a homer for, and then he just sits there and just suckles the whole time. It's so annoying. Wait, I, wait what do you mean? I don't understand that. What does suckle mean? Well, like, I mean, is it just because the you're mad because it's the <laughs> team that he picks? Is that it's just this one? He is always like, won't like in the Patriots, he's just like, they're so great. They're amazing. They're awesome. They're great. They're awesome. The Chiefs are dumb. Like, it's just this constant, like, beating. You're like, good God, man. Okay. As an announcer, you're supposed to be neutral. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense now. Hate him. I don't like Collinsworth because if you were to play the RPO game, the run-pass option game, Collinsworth essentially takes every single play that's in the league now and refers to it as an RPO. When it's factually just not true, but, man, it is just a beating sometimes to listen to him at home. It's exhausting. Yeah, he, he would say something about the Patriots. They'd do a play, and he'd be like, oh, they're amazing. Chiefs would then do the same play, score a touch, and I'd be like, I mean, you know, they're going to have a lot of luck here with the first time, you know, first-year quarterback. And you're going, what are you talking about? Oh, he's being grumpy. <laughs> He's a douche. <laughs> I like how you asked Sam what suckle means. And she didn't, so she just skipped right over it. Do you know what she suckle means? She never gave you a real answer. I don't know. What are you doing with your can and cupping? I don't know. That's like when you're suckling something, you're like. When What do puppies do? They nurse off the mom and they do what? <laughs> yeah, when they, they Suckle. suckle, yes. Yeah, but it's hard to explain that. Yeah, yes. I, I was afraid to say that You can word. say teat. Teats. <laughs> Just use an E. Teats. The, the amount of deflection and not answering in that question was hilarious. You know really good at it. I'm never going to forgive you for this. Oh, come on. I do it all the time. Someone asked me something, I'll, I'll change the subject and be like, ah, oh, well, uh, yeah, but look over here. Look over here. Okay, exactly right. It was a 28-yard field goal as time expired last night. Patriots beat the Chiefs 43-40. to It was Tom Brady's 200th victory as a starting quarterback. That tops the all-time list. And he also passed uh, former teammate Adam Vinatieri for most career wins in the regular season and playoffs combined with 227. New England now 4-2. and They will go to Chicago next week in a tough game. And the Chiefs return home now at 5-1 and to host Cincinnati. Cowboys get a win. Dak Prescott had a great game. 183 yards passing, 
151 of those in the first half. It was over from the get-go, 40-7 to over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Boston Red Sox, a big win last night to tie up the series at one with the Astros, 7-5 to for them. Don't forget, Lincoln Riley's first press conference uh, of the week this afternoon at noon on 1430 The Buzz, where I'm sure he'll get plenty of questions about changing offensive coordinators, and the Sooners are back inside the top ten. Even though they were idle, they are number nine because we had four of the top eight teams lose this weekend in college football. That's Balls to the Wall Sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text if you want BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we've still got Jeff Hensley that's going to join us. If you have a question about maybe you're going through a divorce or maybe you're just not happy and you're not sure the steps to take. Why are you looking at me weird like that, Sam? Because that's not what I was expecting you to say. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. That was weird. Wide-eyed corner looked at me like, (laughs) if you're not happy, then maybe you're not sure how this works. You can email show at kmod.com. We'll ask Jeff for you when he comes in the studio. Time for best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Sam, what was the best and what was the worst? The worst thing that happened this weekend was on Friday, I was supposed to go to a doctor's appointment with my mom, but I wasn't feeling good, so I didn't go, and I Your mom let had an appointment like, yeah. to support her. Yeah. Okay. And so I definitely let her down and feel bad about that. Um, and then the best part, I had a bunch, I had some good bests of my weekend. Obviously, the Ale Trail was super duper fun. Um, I got a present on Friday. All the nurses at the VA like pulled together and got me like this Aww. bag of like candy and s'mores. And it was just very sweet and thoughtful. We made s'mores this weekend. That was pretty bomb. Um, How'd you do yours? Well, on our stove. <laughs> with a fork? It too, yeah, it was too cold for <laughs> to go fork? outside. With a fork? Yeah. <laughs> the fork got hot, right? Like, the heat conducts down through the fork, I would imagine. Well, no, like... Jeff it, did it. That's right. No, no. <laughs> I did it, too. I wanted to make my own marshmallow because I thought it was fun. But, um, you know, you stick the prongy thing in the marshmallow, and then you, like, light it on fire, and then you blow off the fire. So that you way, it's like I, only okay. a little crispy on the outside, a little bit melty, but not like get everywhere crazy. I don't want mine on fire. Oh, no, man. That charred marshmallow oh, taste is the best. I love it. <laughs> Who loves the taste of carbon? It's good. You have to get it. You have to get your mallow crispy. Burnt cheese is another acquired taste. Burnt che- crispy cheese, I think, okay. is what you're alluding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crispy yeah. cheese is good. You know the stuff that kind of oozes off your grilled cheese yeah. and kind of you know gets overcooked on the pan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, s'mores are good though. <laughs> what I haven't, I haven't made some like legit made some in at least ten years. Like I can't remember the last time I've done that over a fire. So we made s'mores, and then I watched Grand Torino, and I'd never seen it before. You've never mm-hmm. seen Get Off My Lawn? Awesome. And, awesome, right? Yeah, it was really good. And it was amazing because, you know, I was like, hey, babe, what do you want to watch? And the Gran Torino preview just kind of went across the screen. He's like, oh, let's watch the Get Off My Lawn movie. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And he was like, I love that you can, 
like, you know what I'm saying, and I don't even have to say it. <laughs> and so I was like, that's weird. That's like the catchphrase of the movie, but okay. And then we were watching it. He says the get off my lawn part, and my wife you was like, can't <gasps> get off my lawn. He's like, yeah, this, because he didn't know it was the same movie. Right. He just thought it was an old person movie. <laughs> like, that was our joke. <laughs> that's fun. You fun. What year did that movie come out? <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah, for real. And the reason I didn't want to watch it is because it was super-duper sad. Like, I knew that there was going to be some big moral. super-duper sad. It is sad, but. Granted, I haven't seen it, but the same reason I won't see The Pursuit of Happiness. It just looks too. That is sad. looks too sad that I don't want to see it. But it's also beautiful. Yeah, but There's like, a super happy ending. Yeah, but it's, it's more of a super happy than it is super sad. Yeah, but you got to be miserable for the whole movie and sad and feel bad for this person to get five root minutes for of him. happiness. You root for him. No. No, he totally dominates. I, I don't. I, I actually legit refuse to see that movie. But okay. the same thing with Gran Torino, and I did cry at the end of Gran Torino. Best and worst of the week in 918-460-KMOD. Gimpy, what was the best and what was the worst? Saturday was the absolute best. We had the bike rally downtown, the crude oil, crude roundup motorcycle rally, which was really cool, all things considered. I mean, considering it was it was raining pretty good for, well, at least my duration there anyway. But the bikes out there were cool. The ladies of the Tulsa Fire Department were out there, and I guess they made a spicy calendar, which I thought was nice because you got these hot fire ladies walking around in there. Fire attire. It was, it was pretty sexy. Um, and then bounce out of there. <laughs> I don't know why it creeps me out when you you just said that and it was like, uh, like. By the way, fire attire is not a very sexy thing to say. Right, it doesn't right. sound sexy. But he posted the pictures on our Facebook mm. page of those fire attire ladies, and they are mm. very attractive. They it's are. very. They have they cute are. outfits on. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. Bounced out of there, caught up with you guys on the Yale Trail, and then left with one heck of a buzz, and I thought that was great. Worst part of the weekend, last week, my car started overheating on me. You son of a bitch. All right, so replace the water. Damn you, life! Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's where I'm at right now. uh, Rains and pours, man. Replace the water pump, replace the thermostat. was holding solid for a couple of days, and then it started raising back up on me. I sprung a leak somewhere. I think it's around a a hose clamp, probably. I don't know, but I do know that it is is upsetting me quite a bit right now. So dealing with that... So are you going to get it fixed, or do you know how much it's going to cost to fix it? Uh, you know, I'm going to get it fixed, yes. Cost? <laughs> oh, no, yet. I don't know yet. I've already dropped 200 on this thing just on, on pumps and, and thermostats and coolant. And you, you, you can't not get it fixed because <laughs> yeah, his motorcycle it. isn't working either. <laughs> kind of have to have it. Got to oh. have something. Got to have something. So right now I'm just carrying around some extra jugs with me. Got some water in the back. So when it starts to, uh, you know, act up, just fill her back up. Best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. The best part of the weekend for me, the Ale Trail, of course, was awesome, but we went on a daddy-daughter date on Sunday morning because I had been so busy I hadn't got to spend a lot of time with my daughter, and we went to PetSmart, and I took her to see all the the fish and the kitties Mm. and the hamsters and the hermit crabs and the birds, and she thought it was awesome. Awesome. So what'd you walk away with? None. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, like, I love my daughters so much, mm-hmm. but I'm also very practical. <laughs> We're no. not getting a hermit crab. They're, once they're old enough to maybe act, I can at least punish them for not taking care of it. Okay. Then I'm in. But right now they can't do that. So yeah. I'm not getting something I have to take care of. That's yeah, 100% on you for A sure. hamster for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the worst part of the weekend is uh, my youngest has just been super sick still. And so we're, like the allergy and snotty and all that, and, and it just sucks. I feel bad for her because, you know, she doesn't know nothing. 
She just wants to sit and play with her toys and drool. She's still sucking the snot out. No, that's finally dried up. Oh, God. It's finally dried up. So best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD, the best part of the weekend and the worst part of the weekend. Uh, Text that came in says, worst part of the weekend, my transmission went out of my truck and couldn't make it to the bike rally. Best of the weekend was I got to volunteer for a competition for a possible promotion in the Army Reserve. Cool. Uh, Best and worst, had a good Dex. I'm going to say that's probably sex. Had good sex and bad sex with two different women, Saturday and Sunday. Get it. (laughs) (laughs) The yin and yang. (laughs) I wonder if the two women know about each other. Like that you sleep with somebody, you don't think they're comparing you to the person they had sex with the night before. (laughs) Hopefully he showered. Oh. Oh, yeah. How much time would be an appropriate amount of time to have sex with another individual salmon and not be disgusting? Without showering? No, 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 showering. Oh, come okay. on, come on, man. You have to shower. Come on, man. <laughs> I'll give you 24 hours. So 24 hours. Okay. Yeah, 24 hours. Because? Um, Because I feel like if it's two different days, then it's not as bad. If no, it's like why do you eight- need the separation? Oh, because, like, I don't know. It just feels like a respect thing. Huh? Like, don't bang me after you just banged somebody eight hours ago. That's gross. What if it was like 12 hours ago? That's half a day. That's No, I so, still I just don't like it being within the same day that so, you can't go an entire day without having sex with somebody. Like, come on, get it together, you nasty. So if fate just kind of works out, you should be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, for real. Yeah. If slut. you do it all the time, yeah, you got issues. Because <laughs> to me, you should have separation because of the emotional connection that happens with sex, whether you like the person or not. Mm-hmm. There's but still some kind of connection. There's some mm-hmm. sort of emotion involved. And so. I'm a savage. But if fate just works <laughs> out, you're going to go, mm, no. No, I think that that's the exception, not the rule. It's very rare that all the stars align and mm-hmm. then you bang somebody Great. within that 24 24- so as a general rule, <laughs> wait at least 24 hours. It'd right. be disgusting. I'm racking my brain trying to remember the shortest distance between two sexual experiences that I've had, and I can't think of one. It's probably 24 hours, but I can't think, I can't think of one. Even in your college days? Even in my college days. Okay. Ooh. I, I, if you remember on the show, I've told this before, I didn't really have... Game, if you will. I don't even want to call it that because I feel like that's a really weird term. I didn't have the ability to understand how to um, communicate with women and try to hit on them until after college. So I didn't, college wasn't a good example for me of like what happened. Like that was my sexual. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Shortest time, Sam. Um, like. Eight hours. Eight hours? <laughs> yep, that happened. Pot, 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 pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's go to line one. It's pot. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Not too proud. College, uh, I, I nope. don't think it's fair to say college for you because right. you were. It's college-ish. College-ish. Wait, you're college years. Okay, yeah. college years. I like that. <laughs> um, no, it was when I was in the military. I had sex with my husband, and we were already separated. It was more just like a. We were doing it because you lived together. Could. Yeah. And well, we technically lived together, but I didn't really live there. Anyways, um, and I don't got time for that onion. I, and then I had sex with a guy that I was seeing after that. Married and seeing someone at the same time. Yeah. Because we, we were, he and I were separated. We weren't going to be together. It was just like old habits die hard. We've already banged before. Saturday sure. morning, why not? And then I had gone out that night. I feel like I got to ask this question. Did you shower? 
Yes, I did. Okay, good. <laughs> Good, good. I was a little nervous there. Actually, I don't know answer. why I'm saying that like I'm proud because it's still a oh, yeah, slutty, yeah. classless oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing to do. Yeah, of course. That like, oh, well, at least you showered, you little skank. That's great. <laughs> Gimpy, shortest amount of time? Um, like 10 minutes. With a different person? Mm-hmm. 10, how? Well, see, I just left the club that I was DJing at, and I was with this gal and her ma. <laughs> You've told the story, yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. So that you had sex with a mother and a daughter. Yes, yes. Once and then minutes later, done, boom. You lay here, mama. I'm gonna go smoke, and then one thing led to another. Boom. There we are. Do you feel bad about that at yes. all? Yes. Why you're, are you smiling? The, you're, you know there's a camera the on you. <laughs> you. If you smile and go, yes, I feel bad. No, That's not genuine, no, you no, prick. No, 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 no. It's just it's the embarrassment of the moment is, is I why. I think you're embarrassed because you just got busted on camera, and that's why you're blushing now. That's what I think uh, that is. No, it. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly proud of it. Um, Can we? Do you know? Like, do you know them? I have no idea. You don't even know their names? No, none at all whatsoever. You didn't know their names then, or you can't recall their names now? Both. Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, a mother and a daughter let you have sex with both of them without you knowing well, they, you, who's named Moan? Uh, it's not like it was together. It wasn't together at the same time. It was separate, separate incidents. So you leave and the mother and daughter are like, how did that half-armed man really do this to us? <laughs> yeah, I got that phone call the next day. That oh, you was did? Interesting. How could you, you, you son of a bitch? Yeah. You're like, I would like My to apologize, bad. but I don't know your name because mm. I'm a scumbag. <laughs> we give Sam so much crap for being a slut, and you're the slut. I know. I. Why? Okay. No. When I get it, I genuinely feel shame. Like any. I do. I legit feel shame. And Gimpy, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. You look like Smart. you feel zero shame. You look. You look borderline proud. Yeah. Uh, not. No. Not proud. Not proud. Not even really borderline. You Again, know, it was just on one camera. of those. I get it. Hello, everybody. I totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had fun in my single times, you know, working at the club. Why the hell not? So I, I did. And, 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 am I, uh, am I full fledged <laughs> slut? Proud of it. Ooh, no. Dirty whore. <laughs> Who's a little warm in here? You are a slut. <laughs> Never seen him blush like this before. Ooh, so steamy. <laughs> hey, look, Paul's on line one. <laughs> All right, here we go. 75. That's 75. Is that 75. somebody else you had sex with? No, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 150 on them. A mom and her daughter, <laughs> 10 minutes, didn't know their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> That's where I'm at in life. Let's, let, actually, let's do go to line one. Uh, Paul, how are you, man? Paul, how are you? Uh, doing okay. How about yourself? Good, man. What was Ooh. the best and what was the worst of the weekend? I want to know, Paul, have you had sex with Kimpy? <laughs> No, no. Okay. Thank just want to clear Paul. that up. It's just easier to ask this way. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. Actually, he knows your name, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so we know that's not true. We're going to know the answer is no. Paul, what was the best and what was the worst? Best part, didn't have to work. Worst part, once again, my wife shut me down. Oh. That is unfortunate. How long have you been married, Paul? Uh, going on nine. 
There's, she cut off the phone bill, right? right? Nope. She was like, you're not, I'm what? <laughs> That's some control is to be able to end a phone cell, phone, like kill somebody's yep. phone with a button. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Text that came in, best of the weekend, finally had both my days off work. I'm usually working straight through just or one day off. So worst of the weekend, after just getting paid, I broke, um, I'm broke and am struggling to make it back and forth to work and putting food on the table because of an accident I'm paying for out of pocket and have two weeks to try and make it till next payday. That Start a GoFundMe. Pick up an Uber or shift. 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 Uh, or you could donate plasma. Yeah. There you go. That is a thing that people do. Uh, best got to, got to get some tree stand time out bow hunting. Worse, my wife slipped on some wet rocks and hit her face. She now has a fat lip and a black eye. Ooh, that sucks. Best of the weekend broke a seven-month dry spell. Wife had a baby last month, and she was carrying really uh, low, so no sex after first trimester. Worst of the weekend paid bills, and now I'm broke. Adulting sucks. Yes. Adulting does suck. Let's take a few more phones, and then we'll move on. Um, Michael, what's the best and what's the worst of the weekend? Best is my baby girl was born Friday. Congratulations. What's her name? Nora Rose. And is this your first one? Fourth. 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 Are we done or or like you think maybe more? How are you going to get fixed? No, it's a chance, but we don't think it's going to happen again. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you at your fifth kid. Yeah, call us when you're the fifth one's born. What's the what's the worst part of the weekend? He was 24 weeks. Oh my goodness! Wow. And how is how's everybody doing? He's doing good. Uh, he's off her blood pressure medicine now because I had to do it so she didn't have a brain bleed. Yeah, her heart rate's good. I mean, she's just. A micro preemie. Yeah, that's really young. How much um, did he weigh? He weighed one pound, four ounces. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, And so is mama in, you know, trying to be in, who's staying with him in NICU? Uh, We're doing a balancing act between her and our other three kids. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. NICUs are hard, man. And how is she doing? She's doing good. We had her at 738 in the morning, and she got released at 2 o'clock that same day. So she naturally birthed at 24 weeks? Yes. Wow. Dang, impressive. Wow. And was there a reason? Like, was there a medical reason or just happened? It just happened. Wow. How's your nerves? How how nervous are you? Oh, I'm better now. (laughs) My nerves were shot. For the, over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I would can imagine. Uh, and your is the baby still on a breathing machine? Oh yeah, she'll be on the breathing machine for a while. Yeah, man. We can't take her home until like late to mid, mid to late January. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, they want to try and get the baby to forty weeks before you can take it home, oh. and then it's got to put on weight. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Buddy. Yeah. Well, we'll be thinking about you, man. Good luck with everything, and uh, take care of the baby and mama. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. All right, see you later. That's rough, That's man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Have you ever been in a NICU, Sam? Mm-mm. It's, it's kind of depressing. They're rough. 
You got them in those little little glass cases. And you everything's just so You put your hands so through those special sleeves. Right. Ugh. You got to scrub everything before you walk in. Yeah. That's not the craziest part. The craziest part is, is the little tiny things in fish tanks, essentially, mm-hmm. that either you can't touch them, they have to be fed a certain way, they have to be, have a special light on them. Like, they're fighting mm-hmm. for their life. My oldest boy was five weeks early. Only five weeks early, so I can imagine what that cat's going through. Yeah. Because we had to stay in. I think it was like a whole other week or two after that, yeah. after he was born. Scarlett was in there two weeks. We were lucky that there was nothing crazy. It was off the breathing machine within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. And it goes out to any family that has to or has had done that. Mm-hmm. A pound? Your baby weighed a pound and a half or whatever? Like, yeah. how tiny? Ugh, that's so heartbreaking. Forget the physical stru- stuff you got to do. The baby's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, they're brand new. They know nothing. Like, literally babies already nothing. try to babies already try to figure out what's going on when they're born. Like this is cold, <laughs> right? right? And then they're that they're like, whoa! I don't even know. I can't hear. Kind of hear. Kind of see. I'm not sure. That is so sad that they don't know why they don't feel good. They're just brand new. They're like, oh, I felt better in there in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take our last one. Uh, Cambry is on. Hi, Cambry. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. What's the best and what's the worst? Okay, so my weekend was supposed to start on Thursday. I was actually one of your qualifiers for the New Orleans trip. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I uh, live like an hour and a half away in Okima. I was on my way, like 30 minutes away to pick up my friend. And I get a call from my aunt, and I can like hear my kid crying in the background, like whimpering. And she got bit by one of the family dogs. Oh, Aww. no. I had to turn around and take her to the ER. And she had to get her face stitched up. And, oh, my goodness, I don't know if I can put Henry at a hospital on blast or not, but they had no topical anesthetic. <gasps> so we had to literally, like, give her a shot inside of the wound. Ugh, oh, poor thing. God. But, you know, she maintained such a good attitude throughout the whole thing. She was just like, I'm a brave girl. So How old is she? She's three. Oh, oh, my God. And how many stitches? Uh, just two. But, I mean, the, the worst part is that the doctor that came back, he didn't even check to see if she was numb yet. And he just, like, hooked the sewing needle into her mm-hmm. face and she immediately felt it and was screaming. And we were like, hello, she's feeling it. She's not numb. And so we had to give her another shot and, like, lost all trust. So, poor thing. Wow. Where and I her- missed out on the opportunity to go to New Orleans. I just knew yeah. you guys were going to call my name, and you know what? I just wasn't meant to go. Yeah. We pulled your name, and we didn't hear your answer, so we didn't end up giving it to someone else. Where uh, on the face did she get bit? Are you kidding me? On the, on the cheek. Yeah, Cambry is what we said, and then nobody ever answered, so we moved on to someone else. Oh, my else. gosh, that breaks my heart. I just was not supposed to go to New Orleans, you know? It was funny because when I qualified, someone came back on the radio and made a joke about an exorcism. And recently, my fiance, he suffers with mental illness. Um, recently, he thought that I was the devil and was, like, going through a, a little trip <laughs> where he thought I needed to be exercised. So maybe I just wasn't supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a lot going on there, girl. I hope everybody's feeling better. Tell me there was a best part. Uh, so the best part is that we all are doing really well, actually, despite all of the challenges. We're 
We're doing great. I mean, everybody's doing what they're supposed to be. And Natalie, my three-year-old, is on her way to school right now. And everybody's good. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, letting <laughs> us know. And you have a great week, Cambry. Thank you so much. Thanks. It's crazy. You guys really drew my name. No, we didn't. Have a great <laughs> week. Oh, yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> we got to take a break. When we come back, we're giving away tickets to BMMS Fest. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Wake up, man. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. Yeah. 97.5 KMOD. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's go ahead and play a game to give away some tickets for BMMS Fest. It's going down October 26th at the Cox Business Center Exhibit Hall. It's all brought to you by Hex House and KMOD. We're going to play the one-second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song. If you guess it correctly, you are going to get the tickets. Let's get our first contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Ethan. What is it? Ethan. Ethan, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Good, man. It's great to talk to you. Uh, Let me play the clue. It's one second of a famous television show's theme song. If you know what show it is, then you will get the tickets, okay? All right. All right. Here is the clue. What is it? Up, let me play. Uh, the, Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie is a great guess, but it is incorrect. I'm sorry, Ethan. Have a good day. You too. All right, buddy. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? BJ. How's it going, BJ? It's going great. I am. I am like really trying hard to win these ghost tickets. I don't know if you guys heard about the the man in Baltimore or not Baltimore. Um, Milwaukee at the ghost show that passed away of a heart attack in the middle of the concert. No. That was my wife. You didn't hear about that? Look it up. That was my wife's brother. Oh, my. I'm so sorry. What, what happened? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he. They were jamming out. They were, you know, right there in the middle of, of ghosts, and he had a heart attack and, and passed away. Um, the ghost members, they put up a GoFundMe to help with uh, – my wife's sister-in-law to be able to help pay for his funeral expenses and everything. And we have been wanting to see ghosts ever since and have not been able to go. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, I will play. Uh, uh, I'll, I'm going to play it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. I'm, I'm going to play a clip. If you know it correctly, then all your dreams will come true. Are you ready? Oh, uh, I am ready. Please get this What girl. is it? One more time. Sure. It's not Star Wars, is it? Or like Star Trek? Well, pick one. Star Trek. It is not Star no! Trek. <laughs> Bummer. I'm sorry. Have oh, a great day. Good luck. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Right, bye. Ticketmaster.com. <laughs> Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? John. John, how are you? Doing all right. Good, man. If you know this show, I'm going to give you tickets to see Ghost for BMMS Fest. Are you ready? 
Yeah, I'm ready. It's the same show. It's just a different clue, okay? Okay. All right, here it is. What is it? Mm, like the Golden Girls? Is it like the Golden Girls? It is not like the Golden Girls. I'm sorry, John. All right. All right, buddy. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I'm good. Good. Here's the clip. What show is that? Dynasty. Ooh. It is not Dynasty. I'm sorry. All right. All right. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Andrew. Andrew, here's the clue. Tell everybody what show that's from, Andrew. Uh, Bonanza? It is not Bonanza. Good guess, though. Uh, All right, buddy. See ya. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Fred. Fred, how are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? Good, man. Here's your clue. What show, Fred? Always Sunny in Philadelphia? It is not It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm sorry, Fred. All right, thanks. All right, buddy. See ya. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Dan. Dan, I'm going to play the clue, and you're going to tell everybody what show it is. I'm giving you a third clue. Still the same show, okay? All right. Here it is. What is it? Is it MASH? It is not MASH. I'm sorry. All right, thanks, man. All right, buddy. See ya. I'm going to play all three clues right now so everybody can hear them. Let's go to the phones. No, Gimpy, it's not Little Rascals. Damn it. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Brent. All right, here is the clue. What show is that? I Dream of Genie. It is not I Dream of Genie. I'm sorry. Thank you. All right, see ya. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Aspen. Aspen? Yes. That's an awesome name. Aspen, here is the clue. What show is that, Aspen? Is it Mary Tyler Moore? It is not Mary Tyler Moore. I'm sorry, Aspen. Thank you. All right. Listen, you already won with a name like that. Yeah, you're so hot. Got a brother named Breckenridge? Good good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? (laughs) Michael. Michael, I'm going to play the clue. You're going to tell everybody what show it is, and you're going to get those tickets for Ghost. All right? All right. Here it is. What show is it? Howdy Doody. It is not Howdy Doody. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Have a, <laughs> have a good day, man. All right, have a good day. All right, buddy. Poor Buzzy. He was so confident. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Uh, Brian. Brian, I'm going to play the clue. Then you're going to tell everybody, okay? Gunsmoke. <laughs> What's your guess? Gunsmoke. Yay, congratulations. <laughs> You're getting those tickets for BMMS Fest, man. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? Yeah. All right, buddy. You might have to repeat things right, for him. Right, right, right. You listened very well. Uh, yeah, Gunsmoke. We've had people guess this so many times, and I finally was like, I'm going to do it. We'll see if anybody gets it. I thought off the first clue right away, mm. people would get it. I thought it was a little rascal. I just watched that last weekend or whatever, and it sounded exactly like that part right there. You sounded watched exactly Little Rascals? Like, yeah. It was. Right. I thought it was just a movie, this not is, a show. Well, well, it used to be a show. Our Gang Follies was is what it was called originally. 
but the movie Little Rascals. I was just bored and going through Netflix and didn't find anything interesting, so settled on, on Little Rascals. Huh? Yeah. Netflix has like thousands I upon thousands it. upon thousands. And none of it interested me at all whatsoever, except for Little Rascals. Dear Darla, I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. You were the scum okay. between right. my toes. Yeah. I feel like humor's advanced very far since then. Um, I watched, uh, by a listener recommendation, Daniel Sloss. Excuse me. Daniel Sloss stand up. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Was it good? Did you watch it yet, Sam? No, I haven't watched it yet. There is so much uncomfortableness. Mm -hmm. It, It might, he might be one of the most dark comedians I've ever witnessed. Really? And not dark. In like crude, mm-hmm. just dark about life stuff that you're like, oh no. Puts it in a perspective that kind of opens you up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fantastic. I will watch it today. It yeah. is 100%. fantastic. There were so many of those cover your mouth laugh moments where you go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, all right, congratulations uh, to him. He's going to get those tickets. We're going to take a break and we'll come back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I'm going to read this headline. It's a local headline. Because I think when you hear the headline, you'll go, wait a minute. So the headline... Excuse me. The headline on this article says, Two arrested after marijuana growing operation found in Sperry Home. Huh. Questionable because? Well, because we're legalized now for medical purposes only. And if you've got your, from what I understand anyway, you have your medical marijuana license, which I just got mine in the mail last week. You... 60 days after you get your card, you can plant your first seed in the ground. Now, I don't know when these people planted the seed, if they got their card. There's a couple of things, a couple of issues there that go with that. Right. Uh, when, if, you, if all that's in line, how many can you put in the ground? Oh, you could have uh, – I'd have to go and do the research. But from what I remember, it was 12 mature plants and then six seedlings. Or it might be, might be backwards, six mature and 12 seedlings. Either which way, it's a buttload of grass is what it is, I think anyway. Kimfi says mature, very fancy. Mm, like he's going to say <laughs> ought yeah. in a minute. He's like, six mature That's the plants. word. That's the word. Uh, anyway, so a 27-year-old guy and a 60-year-old woman have been arrested. Uh, it all started when the police responded to a dog bite. And the police showed him, they're like, what is that strong smell? The young man, or I'm sorry, the 27-year-old said, I just smoked some pot. The police went in, and they found seven mature plants and eight younger plants in two different indoor greenhouses. Mm. They also found meth, cocaine, scales, and paraphernalia. Oh, well, see, now that's where the problem is. But the police posted photos on their Facebook page, which I just sent to you guys, because it's an awesome, awesome picture. The grow room is in their living room. Well, yeah. Wow. It's right next to their TV. They've got this giant grow room. I'm guessing that's a living room. Maybe it's a a bedroom. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But they've built this giant grow room inside this other room, and they've got some stock of plants, man. Yeah, sure enough. 
I l- also, by the way, I love the police officer, like his huge grin on his face, like, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> So the headline, when you read it, reeks of the fact that, hey, I thought it was legal, but then you get into the story a little bit, and you're like, yeah, they're not doing it the way you're supposed to, even if they were carrying a card. Absolutely. By the way, they also had Coke and meth. Yeah, and that's not legal for medical or recreational use. Yeah. Just saying. Busted. Yeah. By the way, that seems really loud. Like that, the that uh, grow room looks really loud. Does. Yeah. yeah. When you say loud, are you trying to be hip like the kids? Because like when loud nowadays is like you know when really strong yeah. weed is like what they call loud or it okay. smells really danky. Okay. You know. Wait. Wow, so they'll that's be really like loud in here. Okay. Yeah. So they'll smoke something and be like, "Wow, this is loud." Yeah. Right. Because it's not cool to say it's strong. That's right. so weird. And when you say. Kids these days, you got to do with the old man voice. Yeah. I, I'm going to say this to answer your question. No, I'm saying loud like the fans and everything must be yeah. loud while you're watching TV. Yeah, the hum of the lights. I, I'm not going to name the two individuals, but there was a conversation during the ale trail mm-hmm. and they were talking about weed and one person mentioned a certain strand and the other person <laughs> went, oh yeah, I know, I know that. I've had it. It's really good. I'm not going to name any names. Is it Gorilla Panic? <laughs> I think that was the name. Oh, gorilla Glue was the name. Oh, of okay. It. How Gorilla do you know that? Glue. It was part of the conversation. Yeah. I, I'm not telling you which end I was on, but you figured it out. Oh, you so were, you in, were it. Okay. in it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't know Football that. Sports is brought to you by Sweet Leaf Health Clinic and Bar. I don't know what happened there, but that's not what was supposed to happen no, right there. No. He threw his mic. <laughs> <Not here. laughs> no, that, that was all me. Yeah. That was all me, but I don't know why. I don't know why. What Something was supposed to happen there that did not happen. <laughs> It's but all that, the pot talk is what it is. It, we forgot. It is, it is <laughs> we all. Totally forgot. It, it is all the pot talk. Herba it is fried. all. It is all the pot talk. All right, let's try that again. Here's Pop. Eight great teams lost Saturday, including three previously unbeaten teams, Georgia, West Virginia, and Colorado. All the losses up and down the rankings meant plenty of movement. Dropping out of the top ten were West Virginia, which fell seven spots to 13 after they lost to Iowa State. Washington dropped eight spots, and number 18 Penn State tumbled ten spots after they lost to Michigan. So your top ten, again, plenty of movement. Crimson Tide still at number one. Ohio State number two, Clemson three, and Notre Dame four. LSU jumped eight spots after beating Georgia in its first loss. Number six, Michigan has its best ranking of the season. And Texas is up two spots to number seven. Oklahoma at nine. They moved back inside the top ten while it was idle. And UFC remains ranked at number 10. Football was the big story yesterday where the Rams improved to 6-0. and Todd Gurley became the first Rams players to rush for 200 yards and two touchdowns since Marshall Falk in 2001. He ran for 202 yards and two touchdowns. They win yesterday over the Broncos 23-20. In Dallas, it was a big day for Dak Prescott. Two touchdown passes to Cole Beasley. Big halftime lead, and then they held on to the football for most of the second half. They beat the Jaguars 40-7 to yesterday. Prescott had 151 of his 183 passing in the first half because Dallas really didn't need to throw the football there in the second half. That uh, scoreless game, or for scoreless for the Jaguars anyway, was broke open when D.D. Westbrook, the former Sooner, caught a 34-yard touchdown pass there. 
against the Cowboys. Next for the Cowboys at Washington next Sunday. It was a wild game last night, 30 points in the fourth quarter alone. New England beat the Chiefs 43-40 on a 28-yard field goal by Goskowski as the game ended. Tom Brady, his 200th victory as a starting quarterback, uh, for the Patriots, that tops the all-time list. Brady got a lot of help from rookie Sony Michelle, who rushed for 24 times, 106 yards, and two touchdowns in another solid performance. First loss of the season for the Chiefs, 5-1 and one now, and the Patriots improved to 4-2. and two. And the Astros off of Jackie Bradley Jr.'s go-ahead three-run double off the Green Monster. They beat the Astros 7-5. to five to tie up the AL Championship Series at one game apiece. They'll be back at it on Tuesday in Houston there at Minute Maid. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And it's time for our listeners are awesome where we talk to a listener that has uh, had some interesting things happen in their life and they're a fan of the show. So let's go to Kelly is on the line. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Uh, good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm very happy to talk to you. She is. Well, thank uh, you. Kelly is married uh, for eight years. Congratulations. You have four kids total. Are they all you and your husband's or over from a no, previous situation? No, actually, three, three are from my first marriage and one is from his second marriage. And how's that Brady Bunch set up? <laughs> actually, we get along very well. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Life's great. I know sometimes that can be really challenging and sometimes it works out well, so that's good. Um, it says you work in housekeeping, like at a hotel or you go to, uh, like people's homes. No, actually I do housekeeping for a local business on Cherry Street. Um, I just do part-time, a little part-time here and there, keep it cleaned up for them, everything like that. Really old building, really fascinating. It's pretty neat. How old is the building? Do you know? Um, I do. I think it was built back in 19... 26, Fun. 36. Wow. It's, it's been there quite a while. And how did you get hooked up to that place? I mean, many places need housekeeping. How did you get hooked up to that place? Well, I've actually been there on and off for about five years. When I first applied, they had, you know, a, a job listing out. And I was like, oh, this sounds like something neat. So I applied for it. And it was for a reception shopkeep position. And I did that on and off for a long time. And then they lost their housekeeper. And I was staying at home. They called me up. They're like, hey, you want to come back? I'm like, sure. So I came back, and now I do the housekeeping for them. Funny how things work out that way. What did you do? Bef- <laughs> They're a great family. What did you do before this? Uh, before that, I have, I've worked for DirecTV. I've just done odd jobs. I've mostly been a stay-at-home mom. My husband's really great about it. And you have had some weird experiences working at this bookstore on Cherry Street. What, did, what happened? Oh, just several things. When I first started working there, I mean, like the first couple of days I was there, they're like, hey, this building's really old. You're going to hear things. You're going to see things. Don't think nothing of it. It's it's normal. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, all right, whatever. So after about first couple of weeks I was there, when we would go upstairs at night to turn our paperwork in, the upstairs would be closed. The upstairs is a bookstore. And uh, so nobody would be up there and we'd 
drop our paperwork off, time clock's up there, we clock out. And one night I was coming around the corner to come back down the stairs. And as soon as I turned the corner, there was just this black and gray man just standing in front of me staring at me. And I was like, whoa. Like see-through or the the guy looked, like did you immediately think, oh, that's a ghost? Or did you think, oh, that's a person? It was an apparition. I knew right off the top of my head. Hmm. I could see everything but his face. Yeah. What were the designations that made you go, oh, okay, this is a man, like rather than just some blur from the street lights? Just, just the, the, well, it was against a door that had no windows. There was no windows in this hallway at all whatsoever. It was, he was just standing in front of an emergency exit door and you, you could kind of see through him. I mean, it was just, wow. I, it was a trip. It really was. I was like, whoa, they're right. You know, <laughs> were you terrified immediately or were you like, all right, this is a ghost and I'm cool seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just freaked me out because it caught me off guard naturally. And, you know, they had kind of warned me. So that helped a little. And, you know, pretty much at that fact, I was like, okay, I'm going to get to the store, go through it. And I'm down the stairs and I'm out of here. <laughs> so, and, it, and of course, they, they giggled at me the next day. They're like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, he's been here a while. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> did he, um, like, sit and talk to you or just it was there and then you got got around him? No, he, he was just there and the door that I needed to go to was probably about six feet in front of him. So. <laughs> and was that the, did you believe in ghosts before that happened? I have. When I was 10, I had a slight experience that kind of made me a believer. So tell me about it. I would love to hear it. <laughs> well, when I was 10, my brother was killed in a motorcycle accident. Oh, my God. I'm so my... sorry. This, this, That's this tr- was like 30 years ago. I, I, so it's still tragic for a little 10 year old mind. Yeah, because I didn't know at the time what was going on. He was my savior. I'd get up in the middle of the night scared. I'd go to him. He'd rock me in this rocking chair, put me back to sleep. And then, like, about three days after his death, I was in his room, wait, you know, just like, well, where's my brother? And the next thing I knew, the rocking chair started rocking. I was like, whoa. So. Did it scare? That would scare me as a 30-year-old woman at 10 years old. Did that scare you? Or were you like, oh, that's okay. It's just my dead brother looking out for me. Oh, no. I screamed for my mom. <laughs> we, we lived in a big two-story house, and my mom's bedroom was downstairs, and I screamed for my mom, of course. Okay, so you already had that you had that experience. So the seeing a uh, a ghost again wasn't as alarming to you, but I would imagine it still freaked you out. Yes. Oh well, absolutely. I mean, here I think I'm thinking I'm the only person in this building leaving for the night. You know, <laughs> locking up and boom, there's somebody standing in front of me. Yeah, it's it's a trip. So did you tell the owners and they go, "Ha, okay," or did they believe oh, you? Yeah, and go, yeah, yeah, we yeah, knew all they, about it. No, yeah, they knew all about it. They knew all about it. So, because they warned me that, like, within the first two days, because they said the reason they can't keep some people there is because they get too freaked out and just never come back to work. Duh! (laughs) When they told you that, like, even I love my job so much, and if they're like, hey, you might get haunted by a ghost more than one time, just so you know, that's okay, it's Fred, he may not hurt you. So when they told you that... I'm just like, are they they nice? That's all that matters. Are they going to hurt me? No? Okay, cool. (laughs) That's crazy to me. (laughs) So awesome. So, uh, all right, is that the only ghost you saw, or was there others? Oh, oh no, there, there's been others. I mean, I, like like I was saying before, it's just it's so normal in that building now that I just chalk it up and go on anymore. It took a little while to get to that point, but it's just it's become a norm for me. I mean, we have 
We have a little girl that we believe had been caught in a fire at one time. She likes to pull our fire alarms. Our alarm company's not very happy with us. They've been out to check it out several times. Can't, they can't even figure out why it keeps going off. So they so think we it's kind, a ghost too? We kind too? of chalk it up to her. Yeah, we kind of chalk it up to her. And how did so you come to this to... conclusion that it was a little girl, and how did you come to the conclusion that there was there must have been a fire that she died in? Well, um, we actually finally talked the owner of the building into letting us, you know, call somebody and just check it out. What's it going to hurt? See what they have to say. So we had got a hold of Tulsa Spirit Tours. They came in. Uh, they'd been coming in for several months and slowly learning things. They'd kind of catch them on and figure it out. And then they'd go back and search the history and see what may have been in the building at the time, things like that, and just kind of tried to piece it all together. And so, so but is there, so, any, is there anything? What do they give you to piece it together? Well, just like parts of the history, they'll pick up the apparitions. Um, some of them, they, um, she said she has seen some of them, um, and they've kind of shown fear or what they're afraid of because um, they do have fears because, you know, of course they died. But um, just different things like that. I, that's more of their part. I Like I said, I do housekeeping. I don't really get into all that right. part of it. but So I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know – you know, the times I have talked to Terry from Tulsa Spirit Tours, she's been really great and really likes to explain a lot of things. So how often do you see a ghost? Like if you work five days a week, is there a guaranteed number of times that you'll see them? Well, you know, I've actually tried to figure that out if there's been certain times or whatever, but there's not. I mean, I could go working in there two, three weeks and not hear a thing. And then like one day it'll just be chock full of stuff. Like you know, what, what, there has been a couple of times that I actually did not complete my work clocked out and left because I just couldn't be in the building anymore. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm just flabbergasted because you're talking about it so commonly like, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a thing, you know, like, yeah, we carry bread at the grocery store. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's a thing. <laughs> Have you ever tried to go, Hey, I want to get a picture of the ghost or anything like that? Well, me and a couple of my coworkers before uh, Tulsa Spirit Tours started coming in, we were pressuring the boss, hey, come on, let us spend the night in here. We want to see, you know, we want to see what goes on at night when we're not here. And she's like, well, no, insurance purposes, I can't let you do that. You know, we maybe we can work something out later. But she still hasn't let us do it, and we really, really want to. Is there security cameras in the facility? Um, there are, but... Um, we don't really watch them too much. I mean, we... we no, I like got you. Said, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I got you. Yeah. If I ran across a ghost and whatever, some little girl playing with a fire alarm or anything, immediately I would go look at the cameras just to verify, am I crazy? Did this happen? Did I? Well, am I so scared because of the stories that everyone's telling me that I'm envisioning seeing stuff move or whatever, envisioning an apparat or apparition? Well, yeah, I mean, but like uh, like one instance that I had, which was actually fairly recently, um, I was folding some laundry and I heard the footsteps and I'm like, okay, is somebody else coming into work? And never really heard or seen anybody. So, you know, I just kind of turned my music up a little bit and was continuing to do my job. And then next thing I felt this cold breeze go behind me, something like whispered in my ear. I have no idea what it said. I couldn't understand it. And then I was poked on the shoulder, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Clocked out, went home for the day, called him up. I was like, hey, look, you got to do something about this. <laughs> right, you yeah. need to call an exterminator or something. <laughs> right. Poke ghost on the loose? <laughs> so you felt the ghost poke you. 
<laughs> yes, yes, I have felt them. And also recently, you know, and, and sometimes I have to look twice. I'll be like, whoa, did that just happen? Or is that my imagination? Or, you know, and like I said, I've been there so long now that I'm kind of, you get used to it. So, but the other day I've been training my daughter to work with me and she called me from work and she's like, mom, there's nobody in this hallway and there was footsteps behind me. And I was like, yep, welcome to the bookstore. <laughs> why do, why well, would hold you? On, well, hold on, hold on, Sam. I, I want to address something. <laughs> Yeah, you get used to the fan running in your room, and you'll fall asleep. You get used to yeah. a bumpy road. Yeah. Ghosts are not a thing <laughs> you get used to. That's not like oh, it's well, just know, a ghost, whatever. Well, in this particular instance, yeah, because this is where I work, and work is you know part of my family, and I've been there so long that the ghosts have become part of work, and you know works my family. You get used to it. Okay, so when you I'm, don't... I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> we worked at uh, another building, and there was this sound. It sounded like whales dying. It, yeah, it sounded just terrifying. like that. And I, one morning, I got there extra early because I don't believe in ghosts personally. And so I started walking around until I could figure out what it was. I never got used to that sound, even after I figured out what the sound was. Because it was so right. odd. So I don't. I, I feel like your sell to me was, they're family. The ghosts are family. Well, I have to work with them every week, you know. I'll walk around and thank them when they turn the lights on and open doors. Yeah, and just okay. Like, whatever, you know. Right. And when you don't complete your work and you're like, hey, pokey ghost got me today, is your boss like, okay, I understand fix it tomorrow yeah, she's just like no problem no problem come in tomorrow on your day off finish up i'm like all right cool so it, i work with some great people very understanding people so that's nuts and you don't feel like bad having your daughter exposing your daughter to the ghosts or do you feel like you want her to have that experience i uh, know i gave the option to her she she's heard my stories i've told her you know i've worked there long enough she likes to come up there and help me out every now and then and i i've told her and i'm like you know it's up to you she's like mom i need the money has there anything violent ever happened not to my knowledge i mean about the only violence that we know of, you know would be like from what i understand it was a hotel at one time it was a to put it a nicer way, a gentleman's pleasure house. You can say a whore house. <laughs> a it was a brothel. Like, I don't, don't want to get yelled at. So. <laughs> and how do you know it was a brothel? Like, did was the ghost like, "Hey, I'm Sarah, the brothel queen"? Like, how did you know? <laughs> no, we we know the history of the building since it's been there so long, and the company that I work for has actually owned it since the mid the early seventies. Mm. So they they pretty much had a great history on it, and. You know, we've actually, you know, and it also helps when you name them because then that kind of makes it feel a little friendlier, too. So so there's a brothel, there's a whore ghost that, like, you're like, oh, uh, that's. Yes, yes. We, we have a madam. Her name is Enid. She's not very nice to the men that come in the building. She'll poke them or push them or, you know, different things. I've had like it should be the other employees, way around. male employees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've had male employees mention it. We've had a few customers that would come in and be like, whoa, you know, what's 
what goes What's on in the, the moaning? Store? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got cold and smell fish all of a sudden. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, that is quite the insane story you have there, but it's uh, been fun to talk to you about it. Thank you so much for letting us talk to you about the ghosts that you work with and that are a part of your family. And we appreciate you uh, being a fan of the show. Absolutely. Thank you so All much. Right, it was fun. All right. Have a good day. You too. All thank right. you. Bye now. It's all that moaning. Oh. Hi, regular goes. Oh. <laughs> regular goes. And the brothel goes. It's like. Porkies, right? Right. Seeing all of So funny. Uh, all right, we got to take a break and we'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Just perusing the internet about questions to ask people that believe in ghosts. And so I wanted to share some with you guys because I think they're really fascinating. Mm -hmm. It says, uh, can a ghost get hit by lightning? I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, yeah, because the if you think about the, the ghosts, their energy of sorts, mm -hmm. right? They are particles, energy particles of sorts, and that's how you get the vision of the ghost that you see, energy put together, making a form. So with that, lightning's made out of electricity. We have energy. They bring this all together. Boom. Now, he won't get charred like I would. Probably Why? wouldn't hurt. Well, I mean, because... It's just energy. Think about that. Like, if you put two light beams together, they don't. They just move into one one beam. Yeah. Right. Same way with the ghost. It doesn't separate. Okay. I disagree. I don't think they can get struck by lightning because they're not a being. They're not something. They're not. Yeah. It's it's see through. I get what Gimpy's saying with mm -hmm. energy, but even if that were true, I think the energy would be so small that it wouldn't. The lightning couldn't find them to strike them. Oh, okay, okay. Just blast right on through or around somewhere. Right. Do you know the movie Inside Out? Yes. In I that, love that in that movie, movie the imaginary um, friend to one of the main characters named Bing Bong mm -hmm. goes to imaginary town, and one of the place one of the places they go is Cloud Town. Okay. And in Cloud Town, the woman's arguing, made of a cloud, and and Bing Bong goes. <laughs> and the, <laughs> and the person goes, goes away. Mm -hmm. Right. So. This question is, if the wind is strong, does a ghost blow away? No. Why? I don't think a ghost would blow away because it's not affected by weather and change. It's like it wants to be there as a as an energy source or wherever it is. So it's not like it would get sucked up into a tornado or whatever because it's not an actual thing. Yeah. It's not a something. Yeah, more Sammy on that one. Can ghosts breathe underwater? Yes. Because well, they don't need to breathe. I was going to say no, because ghosts don't breathe. Yeah, so they, they don't have the lungs. Right. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Out. I like that answer. Of all the answers you've given, I've, I like that the most, right? <laughs> yeah. Like who's buried in Grant's tomb? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know who's buried in Grant's tomb, Sam? Grant? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Steve? <laughs> uh, it was, it's possessive. Gotcha. Uh, are, are the human ghosts, um, uh, are there human ghosts underwater? 
like from planes that have, you know, crashed or in ships. the water or ships that have sank. Hmm. Hmm. Never thought about that, but probably, uh, probably not. Because I would think that why would you want to hang out there if you're a ghost? Well, I mean, in, in your theory, Sam, wherever you die, that's where you're haunting for the rest of your eternity. So if it's the bottom of Ooh. the ocean with SpongeBob, he's hanging out with Squidward. I don't think that a ghost only stays where it dies. Okay. I think ghosts can go wherever they want to go, visit whoever they want to visit. And I think that a lot of ghosts want to visit while where they died because they're like, questioning what happened or they feel pulling to that place or whatever but i don't think they're stuck there and like that's the only time you could see them because if that were the case then like i would go to the oklahoma heart hospital to visit my dad and i don't think he would hang out there do cows have ghosts like bovines cows (laughs) compared to (laughs) i just want to make sure i heard you right and you said cows That's a tough one. Hmm. Is it? Yeah. It seems very simple. Um, I'm going to say no, because I don't think that they are complex enough to care about dying. Oh. Yeah. Right. No, let's insult their intelligence. I love it. Yeah. Cattle, the simpletons of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're too stupid to have ghosts. Okay. That's yeah. what I think. Give okay. Me- uh, I'm going to say no because they don't have spirits. Animals don't have spirits. How like, do you know? Like, uh, well, I don't know, to be honest with you. I'm just assuming from what I gathered over the years in my life, humans, spirits, uh, animals, not so much. How do you know humans have spirits? Because we just talked to a lady that's seen several apparitions and had these experiences. Proof of your theory uh-huh. isn't someone else who has that same theory. Yeah, in this case. Totally. No, it's not. Totally. It's on my side. It's my point of view. So, therefore, it is real. No, in, when you have debates <laughs> in life, we have to have a certain set of rules. Mm-hmm. And some of those rules are you can't use another person's theory to prove your theory. Well, yeah, that's how we got all the answers to everything we're doing nowadays. Newton, it started with Newton and then Einstein's like, I'm going to take this and make it better. But he- I do think animals do have spirits. Well, some of them. Because, like, haven't you seen all dogs go to heaven? I love I think, it, man. Yeah, I think that there are some... And I hope that there are, you know, in your afterlife, you can meet the dog that you loved when you were six years old. I I think some animals can go to heaven. Uh, We're getting off track here in terms of the spirits (laughs) and ghosts. But um, do fish have ghosts? No. Why not? The same thing with the cows. They're just, they're too simple that they don't have, they don't understand death and what that means. So I don't think that they do. Assuming fish do have ghosts. Mm Mm-hmm. If a fish died in a fishbowl and then the fishbowl is moved because it's there's no reason to have the fishbowl anymore, does the fish haunt the area where the fishbowl is? No, he's still haunting the fishbowl because that's where he died. So where the fishbowl goes. Yeah, wherever the fishbowl goes, that's where the, the fish ghost is going to stay. Well, I don't think that fish would have ghosts, but if that was the case, then I would assume that fish would haunt wherever he wants, whether it was like the kid the fish was attached to or the area where that fish liked, so he would hang out there. So Ghosts don't haunt where they died for you. Yeah, they can, but I think they can move around. Okay. Can you spray paint a ghost? No. That's energy particles. Then how can they touch you? It's going to... Have you not seen ghosts with P. Swayze, man? They got to really concentrate to get that penny to move. (laughs) 
Right. No. So, oh, <laughs> not a valid that, argument. That is a great argument, it's actually. It's not. Factually. It's a movie. I like that because I, I, you probably as ghosts, you get better at doing stuff, and so it takes concentration or whatever to like form an apparition and all that stuff, and so you can't just catch a ghost off guard and try to like spray paint it. It's not like it's wearing an invisible cloak that like you spray paint it like that you can see. I think the ghost is in control of what you can see and what you can't. If you spray a ghost with stinky perfume, will it smell? Mm. No. Because, again, the little energy mass that that ghost is projecting so that you see them, they and you try to spray whatever, perfume or hairspray or spray paint, whatever it is, it's only going to st- let, let it stick to what it wants. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, like it's... <laughs> It's decided, it's in control of what you can see and what you can't. So if you just try to run up and spray some with some CK1, it's not going to stick to it because it doesn't have the cool concentration. Water. Yeah, for real. Don't, don't go CK1. If What happens if two ghosts run into each other? <laughs> they go through each other. <laughs> they just pass right on by. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, like, oh, high five, buddy. They make a mega ghost. They <laughs> <laughs> built up. It's like, like Voltron, Transformers. Man, yeah. yeah, they're like, just some of the questions <laughs> I, I found that I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> the valid, like, do do fish, if they're ghosts, do fish go that are ghosts go on land? No, they're fish. That's what they've always been as but we're n- But we're not underwater beings, and you just said ghost humans can go underwater? You have a very valid point there. Uh, again, I don't think fish are smart enough to understand the complexity of spirit life and all that stuff. So I think they just die, Sally. So they don't have spirits? No, I don't think so. They don't have feelings either. That's why you can eat them instead of, like, you know, beef. No, I think they have hurts. feelings, but you can totally eat them. Fishing foods. Isn't that a Nirvana song, yeah? You can always eat the fish because the fish don't have any feelings? I'm not familiar with that <laughs> lyric in the song, but I'll go ahead and believe you. Uh, all right. Well, I try to figure out what they all just said <laughs> about ghosts. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Today is a day you should tip your hat as William Coors died at the age of 102. Sam, who is William Coors? He made Coors, the beer. Yes, his uh, grandfather started the Coors Beer Company or Brewing Company, and he died at 102 in his home. Uh, Some of the things you might not know about Coors is they were the first beer company to recycle that uh-huh. that in um in the they started with aluminum cans because they thought steel was too much and they gave a penny to anybody that brought cans back it even goes back further than that and then to the 1880s and where they would give money to people that would bring glass bottles back to the plant cool nice. they're being good buddies first uh they are landfill free as of today Wow. That's super impressive. And that happened in 2013. They reuse or recycle 100% of all the waste, including everything from brewer's grain 
to spent yeast, some of the glass, aluminum, plastic, wood, and other materials used to make beer. Hmm. They also reduced energy use at its facility by 50% since 2010. That is so wonderful. In 2016, the company stopped using coal at the Golden Brewery and now only uses natural gas. Using coal. So I just imagine some dude out there, that's his sole job is just to shovel coal in a into fire. The, into a heater, yeah. yeah. Not anymore, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. 106? 102. 102 is what he died of, yes. Still damn old. Uh, their old term was, see if I got here, uh, thoroughly aged Coors Golden Banquet Beer, brewed with 100% Rocky Mountain water. It was originally only available in 11 states, all of them west of the Mississippi. Hmm. Golden Banquet Beer? Yes. It probably is too hard to say for drunk people. That's hard <laughs> for me to say so- sober. Golden Banquet Beer. So be like well, the hipsters. Uh-huh. And you can drink some Coors today and, and tip one to the guy that helped make it what it is today. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Ting. Ting. Hmm. Being a good person. Right. Cycling. Well, we, we only know the folklore of only so many brewers, right? Mm-hmm. And even then, I don't really Even know. then, you don't really know. <laughs> right? So, to me, to read about these people that were pioneers, because a lot of these beers, Prohibition, they were one of them. Like, what do you do? Yeah. And they all stuck right. around through all that. Yeah, they made semiconductors and mm-hmm. ceramics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're like, back to beer. Right. Or, one could argue, maybe they were making beer, too. Probably so. And then... Hiding it. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. Whatever. Here's some semiconductors. Enjoy your party. But NASCAR. NASCAR sure. came out of Prohibition. Yeah. Cigarettes How? and beer. Well, because Prohibition, you couldn't have alcohol, right? right? And they would outrun the police. Wait, so then they're like, we should make a sport out of this? Yeah. Huh? Bootleggers. That in, yeah. That's insane. Like, oh, hold on. What other thing could you break the law? And they're like, wow, that's a really good idea. We should make a sport out of that. Like well, Stocks and bonds. Running from cops. <laughs> right. Let's make a Politics. hardcore parkour. <laughs> right. Thing. The NFL. That hadn't, but that didn't start people breaking the law. Okay. They do it in the NFL. I get that. But I'm saying the core <laughs> idea, they watch something illegal happening, like r- outrunning cops in a car, and they're like, we should make a sport out of that. So if you are, you're like handing a bag of weed discreetly to somebody being an Olympic sport, or I mean, a, a national sport. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It's a fun history thing that most people don't know about. Now, that could be just lore, but mm-hmm. it, to me, it's still fun. It's believable. Here's popping balls to the wall sports. Coming up tonight on Monday Night Football, it is the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Now, both teams are just ravaged with injuries at this point. Prediction, final score, two to nothing more than likely in this game. Baseball tonight as well. The National League Championship Series is tied up at a game apiece between the Brewers and the Dodgers. That game will have a 7 o'clock start coming up this evening. It was a wild one last night in New England. The Chiefs win 43-40 to on a 28-yard field goal as time expired. Tom Brady, magnificent one more time, 200th victory as a starting quarterback. He did have help, though. Sonny Michel, 106 yards and two touchdowns. 
New England led 24-9 in intermission, but Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs directed an impressive rally. He finished 23-36 for 352 in his first loss as a starting quarterback. Three of his four TD passes went to Tyreek Hill. He did throw two interceptions in the first half, but put the Chiefs in a position to win and even took the lead in several different instances. Chiefs are now 5-1, and one, New England 4-2. and two. Chiefs return home to host Cincinnati next week. Patriots go on the road for the third time this season when they visit the Chicago Bears. Dallas improved to 3-3, three and three, a 40-7 to seven victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday. And the lone undefeated team remaining in the league, well, that is the Los Angeles Rams. Todd Gurley rushed for a career-high 208 yards, two touchdowns, 23-20 to 20 victory over the Broncos inside a frigid Broncos stadium at Mile High. It was the most for a Rams running back in rushing yardage since 2001 when Marshall Falk ran for 202 yards. After four of the top eight teams lost, the AP College Football Poll has a new look behind number one, Ohio State reaching number two, LSU jumping back to number five, and Michigan moving back into the top ten for the first time this season. Crimson Tide received all but one 61 first-place votes from the media panel. Ohio State got the other one. Clemson's number three, Notre Dame four. Oklahoma did move back inside the top ten to number nine, even though they were idle, and Texas is up two spots to number seven. All those teams that lost, boy, did they take a tumble. Georgia fell all the way from number two to number eight, dropping out of the top ten. West Virginia fell seven spots. Washington dropped eight spots, and Penn State fell 10 spots after its second straight close loss at home this season, this time to Michigan State. And finally wrapping up, Eric Almaroa capped an, an absolute Stuart Haas racing route at Talladega Super Speedway, an overtime victory that earned him an automatic berth into the third round of NASCAR's playoffs. Playoff field will be trimmed to 12 drivers to eight after next week's race at Kansas Speedway. That's Balls to the Wall Sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us in the studio is Jeff Hensley from Hensley Legal Services. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. If you need help with child support, divorce, spousal support, any of those things, Jeff can answer those questions for you. And he's at your disposal now at 460-KMOD. Or you can text the question if you want, which is BMMS and whatever that question is to 82945. We're going to start with a couple emails, Jeff, that I right. got over the week. And this one says, me and my mom are living in Kansas. Dad living in Texas. owes never paid. Child support. They were garnishing his wages. Okay. Mom passed away after reaching out to Texas. They said they to send a death certificate so they can close the case against my dad. Okay, so what's the question? Anyone ever have anything similar happen? I personally have never dealt with that particular issue, although even though someone passes away, as long as there's money owed, the children can still go. So the adult children can technically go and actually collect. So, you know, death doesn't get you off the hook, technically. So, you know, it, it you don't hear these things too often, obviously, but uh, my understanding of it is, and having talked to other attorneys that have dealt with these issues, you can go and get it after the fact, so it doesn't matter that mom's dead. I mean, the money is for the children and goes to the children. So if you're an adult child where money's owed, you can go for the arrearages. So how does somebody going to go and get money from a dead person, though? That's the question. Well, well you tie it to the estate. And I thought it was the mother that died, not the dad. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. 
So the dad's still alive and still owes. Okay. So, oh, okay. The dad's still alive. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, so okay. daddy's still alive and kicking. You could still collect against him. And even if he weren't, you could try and get mm-hmm. it against the estate. Okay. Like got a car, house, whatever the case may be. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that in, in lieu of the thousand you owe me or whatever. Right, right. Okay. Where does that rank? I mean, that's a whole nother issue, right? I mean, it's not as simple as just. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a totally that's just scared a the crap big, out of me, by the way. You are not <laughs> subtle at all with that. We do a point system at home for scaring so many points that she get, right? You know? Um, but it, it is because uh, it's more of a probate issue at that point, right? At that point it is, yeah. I mean, at that point you've got to look and see, I mean, has the, has the estate been probated, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that that's a different Different story for sure. Uh, if you have a question for Jeff about child support, divorce, spousal support, maybe you're being told that uh, you can't see your kid and you're not sure how that works, you can call right now and talk to Jeff from Hensley Legal Services. Michael sent an email. It says, I filed for divorce without seeking legal advice or help from an attorney since my spouse and I had both agreed on everything. Oops. But I messed up on some paperwork. Oops. And I had to resubmit the right papers, and now I have to wait another 90 days for my uncontested divorce to get finalized. Now I have realized that there are a couple of errors and agreements that have changed on the divorce decree that we filled, uh, we filed, and I was wanting to know if I need to refile that document or if we can just go over that with the judge on the court date. So let me re- let me repackage this yeah, question. Yeah, that's Jeff. That, that's mm-hmm. this person who chooses I wish it not popped up on the screen over here so I could just read because that's one where I've actually got to sit there and actually uh, you know absorb it right. and read it for a minute. Well, well, I'm going to reword it in a way that I feel like you can fairly answer it. Okay, okay, let's go for it. This is an individual who seeks not to use someone that's. Uh, an officer of the court because they think they know more than them and they would like you to now give them legal advice for <laughs> right. free because they are lost and keep messing up. Right. There you go. Um, well, don't do that. You want to have an attorney for these kind of things. And we've talked about this all the time. Don't kind of navigate it yourself. It's difficult. I mean, we know what we're doing. We do this day in and day out. We've been doing this as a firm for over 10 years. So it's one of those things that we know what we need to do. We wouldn't have made these mistakes, obviously. I don't know what he means by he has to wait another 90 days. Your 90 days doesn't restart. Um, as long as you've filed, your 90 days starts, and you've served the individual, that's when the 90 days starts running. So Right, the 90 um, days being the cooling off period that correct, is with the state. The, right, that the legislature requires when you have children. Now, if you don't have children, it's really only 10 days rather than 90. But um, with that being said, um, these things happen. If you're going to do it yourself, it's going to get messed up. So don't do it by yourself. Well, and he said something I think is really important to point out. And he said that uh, they agreed on everything and that it would be uh, uncontested. That doesn't mean you don't have to be fighting over something to have a lawyer. Right, exactly. I mean, you want to make sure it's it's not just about, yes, it's uncontested, but you want to make sure those documents are right, okay, that they've got the right information in them, they've got all the right wording in them, because if not, then it's kind of void and you, it, it's a mess down the road. I mean, you've got to address all issues, whether it be houses and cars and, you know, putting VIN numbers and all, all these other things in there. If if it's not correct, it could really cause a problem down the road. So you don't want to have, uh, you don't want to draft it yourself, you know, just because you find something on the Internet doesn't mean that, that what you found on the Internet is correct, okay? Uh, a lot of things on the Internet don't apply to Oklahoma, um, and o- every state has their own particular way that things have to be drafted. So, first of all, don't do that. Um, as far as using uh, local little companies that are not lawyer-controlled or run by a lawyer to do your paperwork, that's a bad thing, too. We spend a lot of time fixing their mistakes, 
um, and getting those documents corrected. So, you know, you want to hire someone like us who does this day in and day out. Drafts. I've drafted literally, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of decrees. So, you know, we know what needs to go in them. Uh, let's go to James has a question about custody. James, go ahead. Go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley. Hi, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Hey, I am um, I'm going through a deal here. Um, well, years ago, my mom took custody of my kids away from my ex-wife. And um, now my ex-wife's in, in a whole bunch of trouble and stuff. But um, my daughters are older, and we're looking at having them uh, start to stay with me now. And I needed to know how I would go about having the custody just changed over you know, from my mom over to me. Now, she's completely willing to do this. Everything's good. I never had the custody taken away you know, from me, like you know, uh, any of my rights or anything like that. But I just, I, I just don't know where to start. Well, and this is where it's going to get a little complicated because you've got two parts here. The first part, let's break down into the guardianship, okay? I assume okay. your mom went and got an actual guardianship from a judge in a courtroom, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, in that, did you nominate her as the guardian for the children? Uh, no, not that I know of. Okay. She just went and did it by herself. Okay. Now, what happens is, and I don't know if you realize this or not, and I don't know if your mom realized it or not, but more than likely, okay, more than likely, the judge found you and mom both unfit, Okay which means you don't have any rights to your kids. And anybody that has kids in guardianships, you don't have any rights to those children. The guardians do. Um, so, And there typically has to be a finding of unfitness on both parents. Now, if you're nominating, uh, I mean, we've, there's people that will nominate because they're getting ready to go serve overseas or they're, uh, they know they've got a problem or they can't f- afford it or something like that where there, there really isn't a finding of unfitness because you're not making a nomination. But without a nomination, typically uh, you are going to be found unfit. If that's the case, then what happens is is the judge creates what's called a list of standards, and it's nothing more than a list of things that the parents have to do to get the child children back. So um, now they don't both have to complete it. You can just have one parent complete it and get the kids back, but there should have been a list of standards drafted um, listing everything that has to be completed before a guardianship can be terminated. Now... If your mom is willing to start letting you have the kids, that's great. That's, you know, we, those are the step up of visitations for guardianships for people who are on their feet. Um, that's kind of pretty normal. Uh, but what we're going to have to do is, is we're going to have to look and see what the standards were. Do you have them completed so we can prepare them for the court and then file a motion to terminate the guardianship to get the children back to you. Now, I mean, you're, were you and the uh, children's mother, and you may have said it and I just didn't write it down, um, were you and the mom married at any point or no? No, we were never legally married. Okay, so the next thing we've got to do, and this is part two, is we've actually got to file a paternity action to give you actual custody and control of those kids because under Oklahoma law, Title 10, Section 7700, the very, very, if you were going to look it up, literally the very, 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 very last statute at the bottom of the page says that mom's got sole custody until dad does something about it. So... The judge can release the children to you through the guardianship, but what we have to do is we've got to back that up by filing a paternity, exerting that you should have sole custody of the children because mom's obviously off in la-la land doing things that she shouldn't be doing. So with that being said, you've got, you've got a two-parter here. This is not just a simple one-part get rid of the guardianship. This is a get rid of the guardianship and file a paternity at the exact same time so that we can get you custody of the children through the paternity action because 
technically under the law, you don't have any legal rights. There's a presumption that you're dead, uh, but there is no nothing legally that says that you are adjudicated as such by a judge. Okay. All right, James. If you need so call more, call me. Yeah, call Jeff and he'll help you more. Anybody I that needs help, will definitely we'll, call you. Do you have a number I can get off? I'll of you? Pu- I'm going to put you on hold, James, and Gimpy will give it to you. Okay. Great. All right. So All right. Much. So uh, with the things that you have to do, um, does the judge make that like just general parenting classes, or if you've had a drug problem, they make them drug classes? Yeah, I mean it's very case specific. So okay. like if you've got drug issues, typically they're going to you know order that you go and take random drug screens and be clean for a year or six months. Um, if you've got mental health issues, it's going to be counseling and maybe a psyche valve or whatever it may be. So whatever issues that the guardian has stepped forward and says, hey, mom and dad have these problems, the judge orders those things to be addressed in some way. Now, additionally, what is pretty standard is, is they'll say, you know, you've got to have your own place for at least six months um, solid, you know, not skipping around from month to month. You've got to have a job for at least six months. You've got to you know, have visitation, all those kind of things. So, you know, the list is is pretty, at least in Tulsa, we have a pre-printed one that judge uh, the judge uses there, and it has all sorts of things on it, but a lot of times hand, things are handwritten in, especially for drug testing and, and for mental health evaluations and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. again, whatever issue has been brought to the court, the judge makes get basically is trying to get those people the help they need. Uh, you said something that I keep can't get out of my brain, and that is, if you have a kid yeah. and you want to have any involvement, which you've covered this many times, that you have to get a paternity test by the state or someone thereof. Well, I mean, you want to be adjudicated on paper by a judge, meaning an order signed by a judge stating, stating that you're dad, because yes. otherwise you're just presumed. So even if you fa- sign the birth certificate and even if you sign the acknowledgement of paternity in Oklahoma— and again, if you're married, for the married dads that are listening, we don't, you know, we don't sign those. I mean, we sign the birth certificate, but we don't sign an acknowledgement paternity because when a child is born in wedlock, it's considered a product of the marriage. So that's why if you're a married dad and you're listening to this, you're like, well, I didn't sign a second piece of paper. Well, we don't because it's born during the marriage. Now, if you have a child not born during the marriage, you sign an acknowledgement of paternity. Though that and the birth certificate only give you a presumption under the law that you're dead. There's no actual finding that you are dead until you've been adjudicated by a court. Now, that can be a DHS court or that can be a civil court, civil family law court. So what that means is, is, and you can't just go out and get a DNA test from Walgreens, okay? Not not that they're not good tests. I'm not saying they're not. The problem is, is those are mail-in tests, and when you mail them in, you don't know who's touched those tests. Um, ah. in, in the criminal world, it's called chain of, you've probably seen on TV, heard, you know, CSI and all that stuff called chain of custody. That's the same problem we have with, with take-home DNA test is once you mail it off, you don't know who's touched it. You know, We kind of know where it goes because it says on the package it's being shipped to some processing lab in Colorado or something like that, and it's sent back. So it's, it's a good test if you just want to get peace of mind at home, but it doesn't hold up in court. So you have to go to an actual DNA testing facility here in the Tulsa area or through DHS to get adjudicated by DNA test. Well, here's, and then, so here's my question then. Assuming you're not married, assuming you didn't sign the birth certificate, you would have to prove that you're the father to have any part of that child's life. Correct. But only the, if she's not saying that you're not dad. But okay. if she says I'm dad, she can start. They can start garnishing my wages without any proof. Well, if she says, and then this is this is where another part of the statute kicks in. Okay, first of all, you've got to bring this within the first couple years of life. Typically, if she says you're dad, they're going to say, hey. Do you agree that you're dad? If you say, you know, I don't know, they're going to order a DNA test. 
Okay, they're not just going to slap you with it. They're going to order a DNA test. I'm just not going to open my check on the 15th of October and see that money's no, been no, taken out. Uh, no, it, doesn't, it wasn't, doesn't work that way. Even What happens is, is when someone starts a process at DHS, they're going to send you letters. They're going to let you know there's going to be a hearing that someone's claiming the child is yours and that there needs to be a DNA test done and all those kind of things. You're not just going to get hit with it. It's not going to be... Oh, I okay. woke up and money's missing out of my check. Okay, no, all, right, I mean, all right. There That's is a where whole process involved in this. Uh, let's go to Travis is on the phone. Hey, Travis, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you all today? Good, man. What's your question for Jeff Hensley? Well, I was curious. Um, I'm 28 years I just celebrated my 28th birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So, thank you. Um, I'm kind of somebody that, even though I'm young, I kind of like to have my ducks in a row and try to at least have things planned out just because you don't know what life can throw at you. Um, my question was going to be towards Jeff in regards to wills or something like that. Um, is it something that if I, if I wanted to, I could kind of, I overheard just a little bit of your last uh, conversation about a decree and I wasn't sure if that was divorce or if it regarded estates, whatever. Um, if I were to draft something up myself, like write it on a piece of notebook paper or something like that, had it notarized or whatever you want to call it, um, is that something that is legal, or is that more so something that should be? As far as a will is concerned, I mean, you could yeah. do that. Um, the problem with that is, is you know, you want to make sure that you give it to somebody who knows where it's at in case you do pass away and all that. Um, right. Wills again are very specific too. I mean, in the old days, the idea behind it was is not everybody back in the you know eighteen hundreds had access to a lawyer in every town and those kind of things. So people could write handwrite things out um, and have it notarized and whatnot. But, you know, we don't suggest that. And it's not just I'm not talking about just from a selling standpoint. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you want to make sure that will is encompassing everything that you want to encompass. It's got the right language in it, that it's not ambiguous in the terms and those kind of things so that there's no confusion down the road. Um, I mean, at your age, I assume you don't have any kids. I'm guessing. Am I, am I right? That's correct. Okay. I mean, you're, you're, that will is going to change and grow over time anyway, and that's and as you accumulate more assets and things of that nature, you're going to want to have a more detailed will, and, of course, at some point you're going to want to switch over to an actual trust rather than a will in dealing with those issues as you add assets and have children and get married and, and those kind of things. So, um, I mean, could you do it? Technically, yes, um, you definitely could. Uh, do I suggest it? No. Right, because gotcha. if, if someone wanted to contest it, that would that would change everything. If, right, right. If everybody's right. going to go along with it, then it's fine. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, again, that was just something I was curious about, so thank you for uh, taking the time to answer that. Sure, absolutely. All right, Travis, thank you. We should also point out that Jeff doesn't specialize in that, but they do have somebody in the firm. Right, right. We've got somebody at the firm that handles that. Yes. Uh, last two, Jason has a question about child support. Go ahead, Jason. You're on with Jeff Hensley. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good. Hey, question is, uh, well, I was divorced last year. And I've been paying child support since the divorce. Okay. And so I guess my question is I'm starting a new job next week. Uh, it's got a little bit of a pay hike. Uh, so I was wondering how we go about doing that. Should I, can we get together like the ex-wife and I and just kind of pull up the Oklahoma calculator and see what it increases to ourselves? Or do you need to go to court or how do you do that? Okay. So could you do it? Yes. Would that be a bad thing? Yes. And here's why. Okay. Just because you guys make an agreement doesn't mean that it, it's going to hold up. So if you want to have an actual order, you're going to need to take it to court. Now, are you paying through DHS? No, I'm not. I'm just giving her a check every month. Okay. Um, I mean, you want an order in place so that she can't come back and make claims later on, that kind of thing. 
Um, you know, I, I applaud you for wanting to change it. Most people, when they get a pay increase, um, don't uh, want to deal with the change on it in any way and, and try to hide it from the other side. So I, I commend you for that. Um, what we need to do is we basically need to file it. When we can do this um, in district court, we file a quick motion to modify. We draft an order modifying it with the new child support computation based upon the new incomes, have you both sign it, and then we enter it with the court. So, you know, give me a call and we can get that done pretty pretty quick for you. Okay. Cost-wise, is that something that I should do myself or is that something that she should do or we split the cost or how does that I mean, that'll be up to you guys if you want to split the cost or not. I mean, it's really up to the two of you. I mean, if you want to do it, I mean, you can pay for it. If she's willing to help out, that's great. Um, I'm not going to talk specific numbers on the radio, obviously, because we just don't do that. But I mean, as far as who pays for it, that's really between the two of you guys as to what you want to do. Jason, she sounds like a lovely lady to be so cooperative in this situation. (laughs) Right. Sure she is. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Jason, have a great day. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, He's a good later. buddy. Hey, I was say, at least he didn't. Yeah, I mean, most people don't, whether it be male or female, that, oh, they're like, hey, I got a pay increase. I'm not going to pay that bitch anymore, you know, right. or whatever it may be. So, That's wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I commend that it's responsible. That. It's very responsible. Very responsible. We've had some very responsible people call me today. Uh, the last one on here <laughs> Audrey. Audrey. Audrea. Audrea is on. Hi, Audrea. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. What's your question for Jeff? Well, my daughter's not so responsible. I'll just say that. Okay, well, <laughs> um, that, that's, that's okay. Jeff has, specializes specialize in your responsibility. In that, so. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter had a child, and she allowed someone who is not uh, biologically the father to sign the birth certificate. Baby's only seven months old now, but they have broken up and going separate ways. I'm just curious what kind of rights he actually has to the baby. Well, I mean, technically he doesn't have any real rights. I mean, just because his name's on the birth certificate, that doesn't give him rights as far as custody and visitation, those sorts of things. Now, we've talked about this on the radio before. If the kid ain't yours, <clears throat> don't sign the birth certificate, okay? Um, obviously, he I didn't listen. Or not to let him do it. <laughs> well, as I was saying, I, I guess he hasn't listened to my show, our show here, so uh, our, our segment. So, um, with that being said, you know, she could go after him for child support for that. Now, they may try and do a DNA test. They may not. I mean, he's kind of dug himself a little bit of a hole by signing. I assume he also signed the acknowledgement paternity. So if he's done that in the birth certificate, it's going to be much harder for him to get off the hook. Um, but as far as rights, and I think you were talking more about visitation and custody, as far as those are concerned, unless he goes to court and tries to get himself adjudicated as dad, he doesn't have any of those rights. So... You know, she doesn't want him to ever see the child. That's really up to her. Okay. Right on. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. All right. See you later. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to read one email, Jeff, and then we're going to let you go. And this email says that uh, me and my son's mother filed our taxes together last year. What does that mean legally for us since we're split up now? Well, I'm going (laughs) – and sometimes we have to make some assumptions. Yes. on the on these things that come in, especially through email, and also to everybody understand that when I when I talk about what can and can't happen is based based upon the facts that you're telling me. I mean, we may get into a case and find out that there's more involved in the case, and the playing field may change some. But assuming that these two are actually married, because I'll answer it both ways. Assuming these two are married and they file taxes together, I mean, they should split the refund. Okay, I guess that's what they're asking. Now, let's assume that they are not married. Okay. And they've just been dating, and they did it because they wanted to get a nice, hefty little refund. That's called tax fraud, um, unless you hold yourself out as husband and wife and are common law married. So 
Um, you have to be careful about these tax things because if you file like, let's assume that they're not married and you do file this way and they want to go after custody and visitation issues for the kid, now we actually have to file as a divorce because if we don't file as a, as a divorce, it's going to be tax fraud, okay? So mm. as in filing a divorce, we've now opened up, because remember, under paternity, we're mm. only dealing with custody and visitation. Now that we have filed under a divorce, we've now opened up property, assets, debts, all those other things that are now tied in. So you got to be careful if you're filing taxes and you're not married. Just another example of it can get hairy really quickly Very and you need hairy. someone to help navigate the waters. That's why you should hire Jeff or one of the people in his office. If you need a consultation, then you should call Jeff in his office at 398-5692. He'll give you a free consultation over the phone. And you can also look him up at HensleyLegalServices.com for help with anything in family law, whether it's uh, guardianship or adoption or divorce. Any of those things Jeff and the folks in his firm can help out with. Absolutely. HensleyLegalServices.com. Or you can call 398-5692. Jeff, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I just got sent this little checklist, and it's ways you're accidentally annoying your partner. <laughs> accidentally, huh? I know the ones that I'm doing on purpose aren't good. <laughs> right, oh. right. These are ones you don't even know. <laughs> this is, and just as a point, you're glued to your phone. I think we all know that you're probably annoying your partner every time you're on oh. the phone when you're supposed to be together. A hundred percent. And like I do this super annoying thing when he's on his phone and it annoys me or I knock it out of his hand. Because <laughs> like, I'll have his phone up like this. That is this, so rude. Looking at real. stock stuff. I want to recap <laughs> what it's like to be dating Sam. <laughs> she knocks your phone out of your hands when you don't pay attention to her. And if you're sleeping when she's not, she wakes you up. We no, could not. Hold no, on. No, comma. No, no, that no. last one's not fair. I'm only going to wake you up if I'm in a panic attack and I need some support. If I'm That's just... not what you said on the air. Yeah, yes, yes. No, that's not what you said on the air. You said that I looked over and if you're, he wasn't sleeping, Sleeping, I wake him up. No, you're wrong. I, be? No, that's listen, what I heard. That's no. what I took from the whole conversation. We had a let whole me thing. speak. Well, let <laughs> me finish. We had a whole dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. And you went on and on about that. You do that. Now, what you're saying about having an emergency situation, of course. Mm-hmm. But you, we went on and on that you said you do that just because you're mad he's sleeping and mm-hmm. you're not. Mm-hmm. And I had an ex that did the exact same thing. And, well, that's why she's an ex now. Well, just one of the many reasons. No, that's not the conversation we had. So I, I, made said, all that, I made all that up in my I head? Said, I said that I do look over and get enraged at him, and I will watch my phone in bed because it doesn't. he doesn't mind that, unless, you know, he asked me to turn it off. But that it's not that I wake him up every time. It's just I'm pissed that he's sleeping and I can't and that I will get on my phone. Sure. That was the conversation. You you are correct. I apologize. Mm -hmm. You don't shake him and wake him up. Yes. But you do... Uh, tend to be a little loud and might diabolically get on your phone with a loud volume <laughs> to wake him up. I'm sorry, did I wake you up? <laughs> you just go back to sleep. Another one on here that says you're really good at listening selectively. Truth. Yeah, that's, that's a, true. That would annoy me too. Like, yeah. no, we talked about this. Um, you clean up. After they've cleaned up, like you don't like the way that they clean up, so then you go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be annoying. Mm-hmm. 
What, yeah. I, I'm not good enough? The right. way I wipe the counter isn't nice enough? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it. would be annoying. I love it when somebody else is cleans. So no, I don't like, yeah. it's no, bad. No, 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 you didn't hear. You didn't hear what I said. You clean, and then they come up behind you and redo it. Because oh, your job wasn't good enough. That that would be insulting. I was thinking that was the that other selective way. hearing gimpy that we just talked oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Is that what that is? She uh, have you kids. constantly put yourself down. Mm. I could see that. Any kind, any form of negativity at all whatsoever, just constant negativity, becomes rather annoying in a relationship. Whether you're putting yourself down, or I had a bad day at work, boss is an asshole, somebody cut me off, whatever. That constant negativity will ruin it. Well, I think talking about your day and having a hard day, I don't think that that's what they're alluding to. Mm. I think you're ta- what they're talking about is like, I'm not good enough for my job. <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes me. Like Eeyoreing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Good right. Nobody likes me. <laughs> I'm not good enough. Okay. Well, I wish I was a t- little bit taller. I wish I was a bit strong. Uh, <laughs> All right, Skilo. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you don't answer their texts. Oof. That's a button for me. What, for real. What is the amount of time that's okay? Well, if it says red, mm-hmm. then zero. Ooh. Okay. Like you can see the little bubbles popped up no, or whatever. It, it just says, says red. No, yeah. it just says, I read your text. Mm. It says red and then the time. Mm-hmm. It stamps it. Yeah. I think as a significant other, like if they're like at work or whatever, you let an hour or so pass by because they're busy working. But if it's like a Saturday, there should be instant if you've got response. If you've got time to read my text, you've got time to reply. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you a question because the sun's out. <laughs> I'm at the grocery store. You wanted something. What does peanut butter mean? Do you want crunchy? Do you want jiff? Do you want what? Right. Tell me what you want. So how long will you go at the, like, you don't get a text back and then you call? I don't do that. Ooh. I don't do that. That's usually what I do. Mm, if it's yeah. an emergency enough, like I want to know I'm at the store yeah. and I want to know what you wanted that yeah. you asked me that you weren't specific enough about. If I sent it and like you have an answer within 10 minutes, then I'm going to call. Yeah. I No, I, don't, I, I won't call. I just don't get what you wanted. It's not my fault you weren't clear. Where's and, my crunchy peanut butter? And I'll be going back to the store. <laughs> right. I tend okay. to visit it quite often in a week. So I just, to me, it's not an emergency at all. Give Anything me- for a grocery store is not an emergency. What about you, Gippy? I'll make a couple of passes, like go ahead and finish continuing my shopping, mm-hmm. right? And then if it gets down towards the end, I'm almost wrapped up and done. Okay, we need to make a phone call. Hey, do you, you still need tampoons or what? Ugh. God, that's so gross. <laughs> Somebody sent this in. Dating Sam sounds like owning a cat. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You're just being annoying. You're an annoying cat. Love me. Right. Attention here. I know you're busy doing something, but attention here. Yeah. The last one that was uh, on this list I didn't think was as prudent, but uh, it says you interrupt when you're out with friends. So they finish your sentences or anything like that. Mm. My, my ex did that. It drove me crazy. Like if I had a story that was my story, she would then try to, I don't know, steal a spot. I don't know what it was, but like Interject try to somehow. finish. Yeah. Mm. Like get, get the to the best yeah, yes, and then give away <laughs> your weed or whatever. And I'd be like. <laughs> 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 That's annoying, right? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. amazing because your knee just started bouncing. Like you were showing me what mad looks like. And just for like, that grump you were making me, you started bouncing your knee so I could see what your grumpy looks like. 
I don't bounce my knee when I'm grumpy. It just in that second looked like you were like normal and then, oh, oh. <laughs> the bouncy knee. Because I'd be, I, I remember even going a couple times going, is this your story? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's not, right. but you take it forever. I or, just want to be liked. Or I like doing this too, which I've done on the air. I'm like, no, 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 you finish. <laughs> no, we had a lot of that Friday. <laughs> no, no, you go. Yeah. I'll wait. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back find out what everybody learned. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Best text. Then she gets pissed because you don't already know what kind of peanut butter she likes. True. Yeah. Find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Sam, what did you learn today? Well, today we learned about pokey ghosts, and Corby got it straight from the tap. I like it that way, too. Gimpy, what did you learn today? Well, I learned that Corby gets it straight from the back, and that Sam's slutty hoe crown is being contested. I learned that Madam Ghosts don't go boo, they go goo goo. <laughs> and I also learned that, of course, Gimpy loved the fruity beers. <laughs> it's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Thank you. You're far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.